<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Rated G with Kanye West and Brian Licata. <laughs> that Balenciaga, bro? That looks like a Balenciaga mask. It, it's a fake Balenciaga. It's actually Balenciaga. Oh, it's, it's a fleece. <laughs> What's up, baby? Welcome back to another episode of Rated G with Gabby G. Garcia and Brian Licata. You know what time it is, baby. It's that time again. You're chilling with your boy Gabby G. Garcia and my brother Misinformation. Brian Licata, man. What up, and baby? Chilling, man. Uh, this, this episode is brought to you by Apollo Bud in the story of Queens, man. Apollo Bud, one of the best marijuana spots you're gonna find in the story of Queens, baby. Crescent Street, Astoria Boulevard, go see them. Go pick up some weed, they got some edibles, they got a whole bunch of stuff, stuff for the dogs and shit. Go check it out, tell them that Rated G sent you, man. You get a, he'll throw you a, a pre-roll for that, man. Go check out um Apollo Bud's over in the story of Queens, man. And if you're looking for the perfect gift for someone you love, not quite sure what to get them. Don't feel like getting your man socks or a tie. Well, pick him up a copy of Triple X Playground, one of the best adult tool games ever made. Go pick that up. Drink some uh, cocoa in your rated G mug <laughs> and get fist deep in somebody you love. The show is also sponsored by endowasgood.net, the official home for Rated G merchandise and a lot of other cool content. Shout out my boy Jay Witt. But you can pick up your Rated G mugs here for 15 bucks a piece. Uh, it's got our logo on the front and, and Gary's most famous quote. And wherever you are watching this podcast, whether it's Spotify, Apple, YouTube, whatever, subscribe, or give us a rumble. Rumble, 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 rumble this Rumble. Yeah, we've actually, uh, dude, we're almost up to a dollar on, on oh, Rumble. shit. <laughs> making that money, son. Can't make a million without first making a dollar. Yep, yep. Remember that. Yep. The dollar yep. comes first. Mm -hmm. So what's going my on there, my friend? good to see you, man. Yeah, you too. Um, you too. It's been a busy week. I've been doing I a lot of running around, back and forth to the city. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's been fun. I want to big up Red Zone out there in Babylon. Uh, had a show there this uh this Saturday. Um, the people there were fun. It was totally cool. Uh, they didn't oh, that was me. yesterday. That show was last night. That was last night. I want to big up uh, uh pew, 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 pew. my two peoples for coming out to see me out there. A couple of people, a few people came out to see me, but um, but uh, these cats hung out. Mm -hmm. uh, had a drink with me afterwards, and uh, and took some pictures, which was totally cool. I just want to big them up real quick. A big shout out to Nextro underscore 89 and no saint out of me. They come to see me all the time in Atlantic City. Cool. They heard I was in their hometown and they came out and showed their love. That's how you do it. All right, you people. All the way that's, to Babylon, huh? That's called support. That's how you do it. Big up to you guys. And as I always say, my fans are better than your fans, people. And that's, that's the true. reason. That's true. All right. Um, I appreciate you guys. Uh, big up to Ann for putting the show together. And uh, all the comedians that were on that night. I don't really remember all the names. Uh, and my man, Travis. Big up to Travis. Yeah, good show last Good show uh, last night. It was fun. 
Uh, big up to our boy Adam Gable also, who recorded oh. his, uh, his his album. I, I got to say, dude, that was one of the best sets I've ever seen live from somebody that that hour he did. I thought it was fantastic. Absolutely incredible. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. He was great. He was I, great. I got to be on that show. Uh, I was not great, people, in case you're wondering. Um, it doesn't happen a lot, but uh, I did eat a huge dick that night. No, dude, it wasn't a huge. Uh, you, you, they you could say you did ate a dick, bro. Like you did me. not eat a huge dick. <laughs> they did not like me, man. But it's what happens when you perform in front of a crowd full of liberals and you're talking all that crazy nonsense mm -hmm. that I talk on Rated G. Yeah, a lot of times they're not going to be with it, man, and I'm totally cool with that. But my man, big up to you, Adam. Uh, just did his job like I like I expected. I'm proud of you. I'm not surprised, but I am proud. Mm -hmm. He did what I expected him to do, which was crush it, and he did. So it was a cool room too. I like that little venue. Uh, big up to Westside Comedy Club, man, for uh, allowing him to do that and for giving him a place where he's been growing and and working out of. So that's dope too. Yeah, you know, yep. Yep. very cool. Love to see my people shine. That was fun, man. I had a good time with you too. It's, really uh, do. Yeah, it's, man. It's been fun being up in Jersey to be able to like you know hang, hang out. You know, it's been fun. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. It's been real cool. You've been coming to the radio with me and everything, man. It's been pretty dope. Mm -hmm. I'm a mess over here. I'm trying to get my shit all together all right, and you shit. You got your coffee. Um, you want to get into some news, while, my friend? Set. Of course, let's get into some news. Are, are, are we getting into Griner right off the bat? Griner yeah, I right I, yeah, bat? I think yeah, I think so. That's actually what get I was. It off the bat. That's what I was going to pull up. Uh, well, we had spoke about this before. Um, when my comment was, you know, uh, it's not my fault she couldn't dunk. And that's why she was out there. But amazingly, they went and got her back. And guess what, people? She still can't dunk. I mean, I don't even know what we bothered for. To be honest, it's one of the craziest deals ever freaking made. Trading a WNBA player for the merchant of death. And you know, some things have come out about that. Have you heard what's come out about? Because no. supposedly, you know, uh, a lot of people were upset. And, and what was coming out of uh, the Biden camp was that this was the deal that they were offered. That the 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 the, the, the military Ruskies, dude. The, the Ruski said, this is it. If you want, if you want Griner back, you got to give us this dude. Is that what you're saying? That's what they're saying. They're saying they didn't have a choice that that. That they tried to put the military dude. What's his name? Do we know his name? What? Where, are you talking about? There? You talking about Whalen? Whalen. Whalen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Marine. Yeah, we'll, tried, we'll get into that too. Yeah, they tried to get him put on it, and supposedly Russia told them, "Listen, he's he's not going. He's off the table completely. Let's uh let's talk about Griner if you want Griner. If you want her, we want the merchant of death. Uh, it's come out that they had the choice. It's come out." That, that the Biden crew had the choice who they wanted, either him or her. And they chose her over a dude who served what? his country. Over a dude who served his country, put in the time. They chose a WNBA player who I've already read about. I don't even know how much I read about her in the last three days since she's been, I've been reading all the articles on her. I still don't know what team she plays for. And I read it seven times, and I still don't know what team she plays for. She averaged 17 points a game. 17 points a game. I feel like I could be in that league, man. I think I should uh -huh. 
as a female, I, I could, I couldn't do. They would smoke I think me, I could win. I think I could. I think I could beat a lot of them. I do. I, I do. Think so. Seventeen I'm, points I'm a game. Gonna say, I'm gonna say nah, dog. Oh, you ain't never seen me play. That's true. I have not. Um. So where did you see that that they had the the they had the option to get Whalen? Did you just read that in some articles or something? Uh, well, I was watching uh, my Daily Wire, uh, um, whatchamacallit, and Matt Walsh and Michael Knowles both reported on it on how they had the choice who they wanted to take, and they and they chose Griner, who, by the way, hates America. By the way, in case you were wondering, she Biden came out and said she's everything that America represents. That's what this motherfucker said. She she's everything that America represents because she's black, gay, and hates America. And those are the people that that, you know, that make America such a great country. Fucking insane. I'm trying I'm trying to find Fucking the uh insane. Um yeah, man. I mean, I, I, I definitely. It'll come out. It'll come out. Right now, you might be having a problem finding it, but you're not gonna have a problem finding it by the end of next week. Yeah, yeah. By the end yeah, of next week, I'm... it'll be everywhere. Right now, they're trying to suppress it. You know, like they always do. They're trying to suppress. Uh, they're trying to suppress that news, like the Biden, um, like the Biden laptop. But uh, it'll be out by next week. Watch. So you did... can call it misinformation now. By next week, it won't be misinformation. They had the choice who they wanted. They chose Griner over a military dude who served our country, who's do, who's been there longer, been there for more years. Mm -hmm. Come on, right on, the, right on the thing? It's okay. Yeah, he's been in there for three years. Yeah, he's been over, in there for three sports. years. And and uh, this chick was in there for like nine months, something like that. And, uh, hmm. you know, that's who they chose. Everybody's all right with that? I'm kind of, I'm you know, I'm not. I'll keep it real. If I was that dude, I'd be pissed like a mother. You know what I'm saying? I joined, I joined the military, served your country, and you pick some, some uh, American hating basketball player over me, and she still she can't even dunk. You can't even dunk. Every one of her highlights is a layup. Well, that's all. WBA. And there's not a lot, a lot. There's not a lot of highlights. She only scores 17 points a freaking game. I mean, those are hardcore numbers right there. <laughs> oh shit. Um, now, now Waylon or Whelan, whoever you pronounce his name, there's got to be more to the story with him, right? Well, they're so, saying he's a spy. Yeah, which I mean, well, even if he is, don't you think that's a proper a, a proper trade oh, for the merchant uh, uh, yeah, to yeah, death? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Even if he was a spy, don't you think that that's your opportunity right now? You could get a basketball player. Listen, all you got to do is just kidnap one of their soccer players or something. You know, wait for them to come out here, catch them on some bogus charges like they're claiming they did with her. Right. You know, listen, we catch Americans on bogus charges all the time. Right. You know, they're using the FBI to run into ex-president's house. Why don't you use them to snatch up a Russian freaking uh, uh, athlete? And then you can make an even trade. You could be like, listen, we got your athlete. You got ours. Let's switch that. You don't go trading an athlete for the merchant of death. Gun smuggling, public enemy number one. Mm -hmm. That don't seem to make sense to me. It's a terrible, terrible deal. Um, and don't get me wrong. I know there's some people that should be really happy with that deal. You know, like if you're Griner or her wife, I'm sure you're happy with that deal. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? I, I get it. 
I also want to say this too. I don't want any American, period, being locked up in any other country. At well, all. that's a shame because you know what's going to happen now. What See, I don't care because I don't travel to other countries, people. I don't. Mm-hmm. I have no interest. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I really don't. And I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm just saying I got enough shit to conquer here in America, man. I got my own things to do. America's very wide. I haven't even seen my whole country. You know, I, I ain't never even been to California yet. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Well, you can come Most with me, like, baby. I'm going to be on the move soon. That's right. Oh, look at mama back there with the Christmas train. <laughs> How appropriate because she's my gift. Um, But like, I don't travel. Before you traveling motherfuckers out there that want to go to all these countries and shit that you, you know don't even like America, uh, the precedence has been set. I personally believe there's going to be a lot more kidnappings now. I believe there's going to be a lot more kidnapping. Being America in another country, you better check to see if we're holding any of their terrorists or any of their spies mm-hmm. or any of their people before you go to that country. Because they will snatch you up and then they'll try to trade you. Because that's that's the president set. America's soft. The president's soft. And and we can snatch their people and they'll give up. Doesn't matter who the person is. The person could be a fucking murderer. They'll give them up just to get that person back. But that person, by the way, has to be the trans gay. Uh, uh, can't be a straight man. Put it that way. Anything but a straight man. And a military guy. They'll get you back. Well, no, I mean, it could have been a military guy if it was a trans military Asian. Then they would have went and got him back. Trans Asian or transgender? <laughs> a transgender Asian. Transcontinental. If they're transcontinental, look, that's what it goes down to. She fit the description of what they wanted. They got the woke one back. Right. Yeah. They, they fit left the, they, they left fit the, the narrative. person. And, and then they wonder why the military has a low, you know, has a low uh, 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 recruitment rate right now with all the shit that they're doing. You know what I'm saying? They, they're wondering why people don't want to join the military. Why would you? First of all, if you get caught out there in another country and Biden's in control, you're done. Yeah, Taurus, bro. They'll leave you, especially, especially if you got caught with a drug smuggling midget transgender, um, you know, Filipino. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, they're, if you're sitting there and they just arrested an American transgender uh, uh, fucking, who knows? Whatever you're, you're fucked. You look to the side and you see that person. You're like, ah, man, I'm fucked. I'm gonna be here forever. They're gonna come and get that person quicker than me. You know. Mm. And the truth is, her record shows she's anti-American, not for nothing. I wonder if she still is. I'd be very interested to see her, 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 uh, her interviews now. I wonder if she still is anti-American as she used to be. Well, I think being pro-Biden is being anti-American. So. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, man, I, I was actually agree. I was actually talking with my dad the other day about the, the podcast uh, we did, A Nation With No Purpose, which I believe was episode 105, for those for those wondering. Um, but, dude, we talked about it here, man. That's the, the, the real... The issue, as I see it in our country, is everything changed after 9-11. Like, yes. That was it. Like, if you want to pick one date... That was it, because that's when all the spying internally really took off, right? And it's just, ah, it's just like that's where all the fuckery like like started. But 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 immediately after nine eleven, now I'm a little young to remember this, but I I I do remember in the days after nine eleven, we were united as one, right? 
and we were united as one on the premise of, of a lie, right? And that lie eventually came out. And when after that lie came out, it's been fucking downhill since, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, in New York, it lasted two days. Yeah. In New York, it lasted two days. I remember getting on the bus two days after that. The first day I got on the bus, everything was cool. Second day I got on the bus, it was packed, and everybody wanted to go at each other's throats. Really? You know, it's so funny, though, because, like, you look at what happened, right? September 11th is where it all began, but that lockdown... That lockdown was, um, that was the DMT for America. And what I mean by that is, if you talk to a person who said that they had a bad trip on DMT, mm -hmm. and you ask them why, most of the time, of course, you know, most of the time, at least the people I spoke to, they will say that the reason why it was a bad trip is because they've come to the conclusion that everything is bullshit. And they wasn't able to deal with that. They couldn't handle they it, yeah. They didn't know how to take that in that everything is bullshit. Nothing really matters. We're going to die one day. We're here for a short time. They, you, you realize how bullshit everything is. That was one of the, one of the things that, that was the big epiphany for me. You know, now me being a spiritual man, I was able to take that and say everything is bullshit and saw it as something good. I saw it as, so why am I getting caught up and getting stressed over all this dumb shit, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, man. I don't need yeah. to be stressed. It's all bullshit. You know, let mm -hmm. it go. Let it go. It's all bullshit. You know, relationships, everything. If they don't work out, whatever, let it go. Job, lose your job, move on, let it go. Because it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit, right? That lockdown was the DMT for, for the world, especially America. Because what they did was they told everybody that they were non-essential. That's what they told everybody. It didn't matter what you did for a living, even if you was a pastor, it didn't matter. You are an essential. That's what they told everybody. They told yep. everybody except for the owners of Walmart, the people who walked at Walmart. Amazon, dog. Amazon. Amazon's essential. Walmart's essential. Uh, Home Depot's essential. And delivery people who deliver food is essential. Liquor's essential. Uh, marijuana, you ain't have to tell me that. You preach to the choir. I know that's essential. Um, but whatever you do, whatever it is your job is, is bullshit. It's not essential. So now you had all these people working on careers, working on this, working on that, and now they're being told they don't matter. Bro, you're 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 us, me and you. They I lost the, I lost the video business, bro. I had I had a I had a, a video business that in January of 2020 I was projected <laughs> to do between seventy and like ninety thousand dollars in gross sales. Right. Come February, it all shut down. I was landscaping for for all 20, 2020 and 2021, bro. Waking yeah. up at three o'clock in the morning, you know, yeah. humping they fucking further, mulch though. and shit. They went even further than just shutting everybody down. They shut them down. And then they told everybody the reason why we're shutting you down is because you're not important. You're not important. And now a year later, they want everybody to go back to that non-important job after you just told them it's not important. You just told them that they're not essential. Mm -hmm. They're telling everybody, all right, go back. Go back to work. Go back. Do your thing. I mean, you're not important. We really don't need you. But go back to whatever right. it was you was doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a lot of people were just like, why? Why? Why am I going to go back to that job? For what? Mm -hmm. Like, for what? what? What's the purpose? It's I'm not essential. What, that dude, job is bullshit. My life has been bullshit all the way up into this because the government turned around and said, you're not important. And now they're like, come back to work. And vote for us. 
Dude, what it, what it made me realize, and I've had, you know, <coughs> since I've been, you know, fortunate enough to be staying at home, you know, the past, like, you know, since since Thanksgiving, really, I've, I've had a lot, a lot of time to, like, talk to my parents about, like, a lot of this stuff. And there was a morning that I was driving to the golf course at 4 o'clock in the morning, going to work, like, in the height of all this stuff, dude. I had to, I had to get my, my boss to give me a piece of paper that I needed to show cops had I gotten pulled over for being out. A piece of paper saying I was allowed to be on the road to go to work, right? And this is like probably April, May 2020. But I made a decision then that I would never, as soon as this shit was over, I would never, ever work anywhere or do anything that I didn't want to do. You know, that was that was it. It was done. I'm not I'm not I'm not pandering or doing any any of this yeah, shit why? to anybody. Why? It's not essential. And a lot of people ate that shit up. You know, a lot of people it's took still that hard. shit to heart. And I, and I still think that that's, that's part of the reason why a lot of people ain't going back to work. Because they're like, why? Mm -hmm. For what? For a government that don't appreciate me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be appreciated, people, you know, you're going to have to join, you're going to have to join the alphabet club, man. You're going to have to pick a letter and run with it if you want to be essential. Because they're the only essential motherfuckers in this world right now. Or at least in this country in this country. And if you don't think Russia is laughing at us, if you don't think they're laughing at us right now, imagine being, imagine being in Russia and you see that, that you're getting back your merchant to death and you're like, who do we give up? And they're like a WNBA player. Imagine that. Yeah. I would have been like, yo, put Putin's the man. That motherfucker got us back to merchant to death. And all he gave up was a W. No way. No way. He had to give up that. He didn't give up the spy. No, he didn't give up the. No way. No way. How did he do that? <clears throat> How the hell did he do that? Uh, you know, you think they're not laughing at us, dog? You know what I'm saying? You think other countries, you're talking about all these other countries, all these countries that hate us. You think that I sitting there going, yo. Yo, dog, they just gave up the merchant to death for a WNBA player. We got to go out there and get us some volleyball players, man. Let's find a, let's find the some number resilience. one volleyball player, female volleyball player, you know, and let's, let's, uh, let's kidnap them and they'll bring them back. Like that dude that's playing women's volleyball and breaking bitches noses with the spikes. Um, let's get him, her, it. Let's get that one. You know, we should be able to get at least three or four terrorists for him, her, it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There's some volleyball dude that broke some chick's nose with a spike. Tiffany Abreu, I think is the name. Brazil, Brazil right? Yeah. Mm. Broke the bitch's face with a spike. And everybody's like, oh, well, people get hit in the face all the time with the ball. Yeah, but it's very rare that another woman is gonna break another woman's face with a spike. One of one of our favorite brands. Who honestly, bro, I think I'm about to stop wearing Adidas. I got Adidas on right now. I think I'm I think I'm about to be done with this company. I uh I don't wear Adidas. That's him or her. Look how big she is compared to all the other ones. <laughs> Dentro e fora das quadras. 
going on and off the court. A minha história não é impossível. My story is not impossible. Eu sou possível. I'm possible. Impossible is nothing. I do have to say though, man, in Brazil, they do a pretty good job with the trans women, oh, dog. Dude, I said I said it has to be now maybe 15 years ago when I was telling women they're trying to put you out of business. I saw what was going on. I'm like, ladies, they're trying to put you out of business, man, because not for nothing, Brazil cranking out some hot ones. I mean, she's not that hot, but she's not ugly. Oh. And she's huge. Yeah. Now, you see, I don't respect any of that shit, but I'm calling him her. I'm saying she. She, because, yeah. Because he went through all the trouble to look like a she. So when I see it, right away, my mind goes she. That's what it does. It says mm -hmm. she. When you go through the trouble and that's the appearance that you're going to have, then you ain't got to worry about people misgendering you because you're going to look at that and go she. Look, she. If I saw that, I'd be like she. Now, she is actually a he, but I'd still say she. And she is huge. Did you see us standing next to her fucking, next to her fucking teammates? She looked like a, a a giant. That shit is hysterical. Yeah, so that chick spiked the ball on someone. Six four, bro. She spiked the ball on some chick and broke her face. Broke her face. Crazy man. Freaking crazy. I'm trying to find the video of that. You know, freaking crazy man. <laughs> and everybody, get ready, man. Corona's getting ready to drop its, its sophomore album. I'm saying January 1st. I'm saying January 1st, the second album is going to drop. Corona 2. Well, that actually plays into the next topic that I wanted to bring up, Gary. Thank you for bringing that up. Corona uh, 2 is coming out. January 1st, dropping. All new hits, baby. Whole bunch of new hits, whole bunch of new artists coming on. Well... There's actually been a, a death recently, and uh, I sent this to you last night. If anybody's familiar, the uh, World Cup is going on in Qatar right now, and there's a shitload of backlash in Qatar. Qatar is a old school Muslim country. You know, women, you know, face coverings, uh, no gay, no alcohol. They bet there's no alcohol sales in any of the stadiums. There's specific spots in town where you can get a drink, right? So there was a journalist over there that we actually talked about. His name is Grant Wall, and he wore a rainbow shirt mm -hmm. to the event. Do you remember that happening? Yes. And then they blocked him, and then they put him into like a holding cell for a period of time. It wasn't that long, maybe for a few hours, and then they, and then they released him. Well, Mr. Wall is now dead at the age of 49, and no one knows what the fuck happened. So digging deeper into the case of the mysterious Grant Wall, his wife is none other than Celine Gounder, who, in fact, was nominated by President Joe Biden to be on the COVID-19 advisory board. Coincidence, my friend Gary. Hmm. Hmm. Was he vaccinated? He was vaccinated. And actually was pushing the vaccines on his Twitter for, for years. Really? For the last two years. Really? Hmm. Died suddenly. Seems to be happening a lot right now. Seems to be happening a lot. That's why I'm a little nervous performing and talking like this, man. I should have been wearing my Valenciaga. I was going to do the show <laughs> in my Valenciaga hood. 
Hold on, let's show the people. <laughs> I was gonna do the show in my Valenciaga. <laughs> you know, this is how I was gonna do it because I'm thinking of doing my shows like this from now on so that people don't know. This isn't Valenciaga, people, it's Valenciaga. It's fleece. Um, I was thinking of doing that. Let me tell you something, people. You wanna know what's going on? All right, here you go. Here's how. <laughs> Subtle. It could all be. I was talking to Brian. I went on Thursday to my doctor to go set up my appointment to go get my uh, colonoscopy. You know, I was looking forward to that. Um, and this I was your setting second or third, right? You you get one. You get one every year, right? Because it should have been my so first. Much. I haven't. I haven't done it. This was gonna be my first. They're all telling me I need it. Um, you know, you have to do it. You got to get checked. So I went, I said, let me go, you know, let me go do it. I'm getting ready to, to, to set the date. I'm getting ready to set the date. He says, pick what day. These are days. I said, I'll take this day. And then right before we set the date, he says, are you vaccinated? I said, no. He says, all right, well, before you come to do it, you got to go get tested. To which, you know, I said, sorry to, sorry to waste your time. Sorry to waste your time. And there's a bunch of people like, gee, just get tested. Just go and get tested. Why? Why? If I conform a little, then you might as well conform a lot. If it makes no sense, it makes no sense. Mm -hmm. I just got my physical. Last, the week before that, I got my physical. I got my results the day after I uh, I went there Thursday. I got my, my results on Friday. Guess what? Cool everything is good. Yeah, everything is good. good. And mm -hmm. you ready for this? He tells me I got the antibodies. So, so, you, might, so you might have had it. Right, maybe he said that. Well, that's no way you're gonna get it. He said you either got vaccined, he see he said you either got the vaccination or you had it. I don't remember having it. Yeah, I mean we talked and about that, it. and that's recently. That means recently I had it. I was sick. Uh, I was sick for like yeah, three days. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, sick yeah, for three yeah. days. I threw up for a little while. The next day my stomach was bothering me, a little achy, and then I got better. It felt like the flu. That's right. what it felt like. Remember I said I had a little touch of the flu. Yep. Well, I'm guessing. I'm guessing that that was COVID. That's what I'm guessing. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm guessing because now I have the antibodies, right? But here's the thing. I got the physical. They took my blood, all that shit, right? Never once did they ask me if I was vaccinated. They didn't tell me I had to go and get tested to go get my physical. But now, in order for them to do a procedure, which could be life-saving, life it could be a life-saving procedure, host mm -hmm. the check to see if you have any early stages of any kind of cancer, right? In the old butthole, right? But now you can't do that unless you conform. Here it is, I've got, I got all my shit, says I'm healthy. Mm -hmm. So why do I have to go get, why do I have to go get tested? For what? For what? It makes no sense. Do I need to go get tested for everything else? Measles and everything else? Like why am I getting tested for everything? For everything that's out there. You know what I'm saying? And then there's this other thing that I heard about too, R RSV, which is apparently something else that's going I around. I think that's the respiratory uh, thing that's going on. And I know, I know a few people who've gotten that already. The mm. cough don't go away. It's been staying for the longest. The sickness, they get over within like a week. My daughter had it. They get over, they get it's over a, the sickness. It's a cough though? In like a week. Yeah, it was a respiratory thing, if I'm correct. And, um, and the cough doesn't, like she's still got the cough a little bit. I know a couple of people, they're still coughing. From my understanding, that's the because I know that there's a there's a respiratory thing going around. My daughter got it, and a bunch of other people I know got it. Hmm. Yeah, man. But I mean, people, it's it's it's. Don't I mean, you see what's going on? 
Uh, so, you know, uh, in order for me to go and and go to my doctor healthy, healthy. I never in my life heard a doctor tell me to go get tested for something if I'm feeling well. That's like me waking up right now, like I just did. Wake up, I feel great. You know, I feel great. Getting my first blunt in, you know, I feel good, right? <laughs> That's like me waking up feeling good and getting up for no reason and going to the doctors and saying, test me to see if I'm sick. Dude, the older- I know I'm not sick. The older I get, the less and less faith I have in a a any of the medicine, man, that they, that they, that they put out f for anybody. I mean, when you look at it, you know, anything after 2010, <sighs> 2000, anything after 2000, actually. Yeah, man. I'm not trusting. Yeah. I'm only trusting what's been tested. So, so you know, I, what, what people have been using for years, then yeah. that's, I'll, I'll take that because people have been doing it for years. We know that it works. So I, I think I, I think I texted you back this, uh, it, my day job, I was on a, um, we had a health insurance meeting right like uh you know to go over the benefits of our program or whatever and every year bro i like don't want to get the health insurance because it's like dude it's like five grand for the year yeah. i haven't been to a doctor in well since the last time i was in rehab well I, well you know the truth of the that's matter the only is, time i get checked up bro is when i go into treatment you know well, well <laughs> if you look at if you look at shit right um the truth of the matter is younger people really don't go to doctors so you got all these young people paying into insurance, right? Right. And the truth of the matter is most young people don't have to go to that. Now it's different if you have you a know, condition. A, yeah, if you're a sick condition. or something like that's that. That's a whole yeah, different yeah. thing. Yeah. But most young people don't go to doctors. They do their physical. I don't even do the physical, it. bro. And most people don't even do the physical. Yeah. <laughs> right? So most so so the truth is older people, as you start to get older, like me, I'm in my 50s now. I go to, I, I don't even still, I still don't go to the doctors, but, but older people tend to go to the doctors more. You know what I'm saying? They're older. You fidgety fuck. Well, it's too Stop hot. It. It's too hot, bro. I had, I had the heat on over here. I was, I was you're listening. Locking up. Look, you're going all blurry on the screen. There you, there go. you go. You know, older people are the ones who start going to doctors. Right. You know, <laughs> so what are they doing now? They're trying to kill off the old people so that they don't have to pay none of that, none of that hospital money, dude. They're trying to kill off the old people. Look what they did in the old folks' homes. You know what I'm saying? Look how many of those they knocked I out of the old know, folks' homes. And let dude. me tell you, people, you can sit there and keep saying that your your 80-year-old grandmother in the in the home died of COVID. You could keep believing what they told you because it probably helps you to sleep at night. I get it. But but the reality is, if in the back of your brain you're not thinking they might have, you know, they might have, they might have just killed granny. <laughs> they might have just did that. You have no way of finding out. You can't do no autopsies. You can't do shit. You got to go by what they told you. You know, you got to trust the science. You know, and by the way, when they say trust the science, they're telling you to trust the dude who is not a scientist. As far as I know, Fauci isn't a scientist. You know, as far as I know. He's a doctor. And actually, when we were talking, I want to get back to this Grant, this Grant Wall guy and his wife, right? Because I just, just, just found some other information that, that is, um, important so her first job right uh she uh, as a po her postdoctorate her her fellowship she researched tb and hiv in sub-saharan africa and served as director for delivery in the consortium to respond effectively to the aids tb epidemic which was funded by who the bill gates foundation Ooh. Who 
gave this dude like any like I don't get it. I understand. He he made a computer. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he created a computer or whatever the fuck he did. He he's a millionaire, billionaire. Mm-hmm. Fine. Does does being a billionaire automatically make you intelligent? No, 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 no. But the it's influence, bro. It's influence. It's it's cash it equals influence. Make you intelligent? It doesn't. I know. I know some dumb. He's ass smart though, bro. He's definitely very They're smart. smart. But in business and tech, you know, and tech, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But 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 the thing is, does that make him smart in like everything? I've I've come to find that most of those people don't have common sense. Right. Yeah. The smarter and, a person or, is the less common sense they have. And interpersonal skills, too. Yeah. You I can't mean, have who, both. Who the hell know? said we need to listen to this dude? And why? Other than the money, which, in all honesty, I don't want his money. I don't I mean, want that's it. that The reason people money. listen to him is because he's giving them money want, to do the things that it. they want to do. I mean, other than that, you know? why? Why? He has, no, he has nothing else. He's not a good-looking dude. Mm-hmm. He has no charisma. He, he has no wisdom. You're not seeing him drop wisdom or these crazy truth bombs or anything like that. He's never said anything other than wanting to kill off your grandmothers, your grandfathers, and your children. That's what he kicks. He kicks all the time population control. Straight up. Doesn't even hide it. He says there's too many people. We got we to gotta cut down the amount of people we got. He says it all the time. He's a big, he's a big, like he can't wait. For January 1st, man. He can't wait for the new album to drop, dude. He can't wait. He's buying up farms, buying up water. He's buying up water. Dude is buying up land all over the place. Nobody gives a shit. What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know what it is he's doing, but I know he's doing something. He's doing something, you know? And we know he's evil because all you got to do is listen to him talk. Listen to him and his wife talk. Watch any of them. Go to Google and watch any of these this motherfucker's speeches or anything. It's all about killing people. It's all about getting rid of people in, in the country and saying we need less people. When the fact of the matter is we don't need less people. We need more people because right now our regeneration, whatever they call that, mm-hmm. is low. We're not having babies. Yeah, but see, I don't I don't necessarily buy into – like, wh- why do we need to keep the, the, the level the same? Like – you know what I, you know what I mean? I don't under to fill the positions as as you know people start leaving positions. You want yeah, to have bro, people but, going into those positions. Yeah, but see the 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 thing is, and I don't know, maybe in another five to ten years, tons of jobs are going to be completely obsolete. Completely. I mean, I I, yeah. I I see it all the time with like the you know the clip editing and the video editing that I do. There are new features in AI technology that's coming out all the time. That is is making my job easier, and then I focus on different things. You know what I mean? It's, it's well, yeah. Listen, people. In the next, I, I'll say, I'm I'm gonna go deep. I'm gonna say a hundred years. I won't be around for this. Mm-hmm. A lot of us won't be. Pretty much most of us won't be. But in, I say a hundred years, man. The only job that's gonna be for a regular person is waking up and getting on a treadmill. That's going to be your job, waking up, getting on a treadmill, walking on that treadmill to create energy because we're not using fossil fuels anymore, mm-hmm. right? So where are you going to get the energy? Windmills, wind turbines and all that shit, it's already been said, will not produce enough energy. Uh, all those other green things of energy, solar and all that, it's already been said, it will not produce enough energy to sustain the world. So how are they going to produce that energy? Well, if you go back to what, 
uh, back one of our earlier episodes when we had Simeon on here. What did Simeon say? Simeon said that the money and the trade of money is really a trade of energy, right? It's a trade of energy. You do this for me, and I'll give you this, right? So obviously, there's energy in us. That's what we do when we work. We're giving mm -hmm. up energy. So what's going to happen is, is that, and this is just my theory, um, and it's a theory that is not alone because you've seen it on Black Mirror or whatever that stuff is, you know, they're going to find a way where we produce the energy. That'll be our jobs. Our jobs will be to produce the energy, whether it's walking on a treadmill or riding on one of those bikes, you know what I'm saying? No matter what it is. Another job will probably be being on the computer and, and you know, fucking doing whatever, but there's, there's not going to be you going into an office and interacting with people. You know what I'm saying? You going into a place to work and getting to hang with people. That's just going to be done. And you're not listening to me at all because you're reading something. And you, and you, this is what I deal with every day. He's always I was, dude, I was listening to the whole thing. But the, the, okay. Okay, right. okay. Well, what did you see? No, I saw your face. You got my interest. You uh, picked my interest. Uh, okay. What, we, okay. what, what we, made we, you make the face? Okay. So we're, we're, we're talking about AI and we're talking about the way the technology is going. There was a brand new thing that was just released called Chat GPT. Have you heard of this? Of course I didn't. Okay. Of course I didn't. Okay, so this chat GPT, it's an AI chatbot that was created in San Francisco that you can basically plug anything into it and then it'll give you a response, right? So one of the things that they they showed is here, let me let me just pull it up. Because I just yeah. pulled I just pulled the chatbot up, right? So the um so the tool was created by OpenAI, a San Francisco-based research firm development co-founded by Musk and Peter Thiel and Microsoft, among other investors, right? Um, the chat program, the users can type in a question or a task, and the software will come up with a response designed to mimic a human. It was trained using billions of example texts across the internet, right? So the one that's kind of going around is there was like a Shakespeare, you know, um, it's mimicking Shakespeare, right? Yeah. So I downloaded it. And I just typed in, write a joke about Trump and Biden having sex, right? Yeah. And this is what it responded. I am sorry, but I'm not programmed to write jokes that can be considered offensive or inappropriate. Additionally, it is not appropriate to make jokes about individuals in positions of power, such as the president of the United States, bro. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The AI is fucking woke. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna do it again. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna redo it. I'm gonna type it in real time for everyone to see. Right? Yeah, and Trump having sex. And we'll just wait, dude, because it it takes a minute to kick this shit back out. And that's why my eyes went nuts when we were talking, because I was like looking at this thing, and it's yo, that is fucking insane. It's not appropriate to make fun of, of people in power. That ain't appropriate. What are you talking about? Here it goes. Here it goes. Here it goes. It's typing. You see it? Look at this. As it would be inappropriate and offensive, my function as a language model is to provide accurate, helpful information, and generating jokes is not within my capabilities. Is there some? Oh, so wait a minute. It says something different. Is there something else I can help you with? What, what do we want to ask it, bro? I mean, it's like we can ask it literally whatever we want. It gave you a different answer. 
I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, because it's it's a so the way this You wanna know why? Because it's a fat dude in his mother's fucking basement. Nah, bro, it's it's it, it, yeah, it's it's not. It's not. Like any of these chat things that we were talking about, and dude, going back to the last episode with the the psychic app, this is the stuff that they use. But then do you think do you think Biden trading the merchant of death for Griner was a good trade for America? Let's see what he says. Oh, I'm excited right now. See, I don't I, like I think you're supposed to input things and then it would kick you like back out. I'm sorry, but I'm not able to provide information on this topic as it goes beyond my training and knowledge. I am Stunted. a large language model trained by OpenAI and do not have access to current events or political information. My function is to provide accurate and helpful information within my capabilities and training. Is there something else I can help you with? Well, you haven't helped us yet. <laughs> um, I love when people do that when they can't help you and they go, is there anything else I can help you with? What do you mean anything else? You didn't even help me the first time. All right. That's what they do. Can I help you with something else? You didn't even help me the first time. They, they So far they haven't... <laughs> Write a poem about eating faces on Mars. Eating tacos on Mars. Oh, tacos, tacos on, on Mars. Mars. Oh, what a sight to fill our bellies with a delicious bite. The spicy flavor, the crunchy shell, a taste of earth in a place so... Alien. Alan? Alien. But oh, what to alien. dip in that fiery sauce as we explore this barren world? Perhaps some saucer, guacamole to add some zest to our Martian meal. Bro, this is nuts, dude! <laughs> For though the air is thin and cold and the soil is red and rocky old, we did venture to this new land and enjoy the food from our homeland. So here's the tacos on a distant planet, a reminder of home as we venture on. May they fuel our bodies and our spirit too as we boldly go where no one has gone before. Yo, it wrote that quick. Not really good, but it wrote that quick. It's well, not bad. Well, listen, man. This is the thing with with I've heard all, worse with with all of these AI things, right? Like, okay, Google Maps. When Google Maps first came out, it was dog shit, right? But then over time, collecting all the data from everyone's phones and it constantly updating, it just gets better. You know, it just it just gets better. You can think about it like like baseball statistics. The more stats there are, the better you can predict something. You know, it's just. Just a mathematical fact. Speaking of Google Maps, yesterday it took me four hours to get to Babylon from Atlantic City. All right. And when I got there, when I finally got there, I looked at uh, where it says average speed 35 miles an hour. 35 miles an hour was my average speed from Atlantic City. To, to New York, which leads me again to say, people, just because the world has opened up again doesn't mean we all got to get back in it. A lot of you were not missed at all. Sorry, get the fuck off the roads, man. Get off the fuck. Everyone don't have to be on the road. Not everybody wants to see you. Stay home, especially like, listen, if I can't go and get medical treatment and shit like that, right? My attitude is if you're scared and you're out there scared that that I might give you something or or the people around you are going to infect you, stay the fuck home. The world is not for you. You're not who this world was made for. 
You know what I'm saying? So stay home. Stay home, man. You know, go full rebellion. If you're going to do it, stay home. If you're going to be scared, stay home. That's what I did when I was scared. If somebody was looking to beat me up that was big back in the day, I didn't go outside and and and, and try. I waited till that shit blew over. I'd stood incognito. You know what I'm saying? Get out of the fucking, get out of the way. Get out of the lanes. Get out of, get off of the roads and stay the fuck home. Keep your ass home. Be scared at home. That's the that's what home is for. Right. You want <laughs> a safe, safe place? Go home. <laughs> Dude, when when we, when I drove back from the city on Thursday night after you drop me off, I get on the turnpike and I'm hauling ass, dude, doing like 80, at least 80 the whole way. Oh, yeah. All, all of a sudden, dude, I, I get booking. I get to exit six. It goes from three lanes to two and then two lanes to one. Yeah, they're doing a lot of work out there. It took me 45 fucking minutes to go two exits on the turnpike at three o'clock in the morning. Jersey's the only place where you can hit traffic at 3 a.m. It hasn't happened to me yet. Well, knock on wood. Has happened to me even, and they do a lot of work in Jersey, man. Like at night, but at least they do it at night. Right. You know what I'm saying? At least they do it at night. I can't, I can't really complain about that. They're smart enough to do it when everyone's sleeping. Well, most of the people sleep. Yeah. Fuck us who have to work at night. You know, but it comes with the territory. Yeah, man. It's just, uh, you know, like that whole crowd on Thursday night. Oh, yeah, on Thursday that hated me. Why did they hate me? Because I was talking all the shit I talk, and they believe what's being sold to them. So they were mad at me. <laughs> you know, stay home. Isn't that what they told you? Listen, Fauci told you people, stay home. Listen to Fauci. You know? Or something that I thought I found interesting when we were in But New I York. find it very interesting, though, that I can't go get a colonoscopy without getting tested. That's just the beginning of the waters, people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, it's... That's it's, just the it's, beginning it's, of it, man. I don't even that's... know what that means, beginning of the waters. That's just the beginning of it. <laughs> the fuck? What comes out of my mouth sometimes? That goes to show you, man. If anything of wisdom comes out of my mouth, it's not me. It's just if you talk enough, something smart will come out. That's all it is. You know what I'm saying? It's not me. I said, I said that's the beginning of the water. What the fuck does that mean? That means nothing. Um... But it's the beginning, man. Like, if I can't do it now, what's going to happen? You know, it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. Mm -hmm. You know? So anybody out there who thinks I'm an idiot or whatever, it's more of the principle. And at least you know, you know, here it is. This is my health. I care about my health. I do. Um, but honestly, I trust the feelings that I have in my own body more than these doctors now. Yeah, I tell you what, man. After doing this show with you for as long as we have, um, it's enabled me to look at stuff a little more, not necessarily simplistic, but see through all, all, all of these things, you know, and, and see through the shit. Like, dude, because remember, I remember in the beginning, like, you know, like I got that Johnson & Johnson vaccine. And had we been maybe on episode like 70 at that point instead of 25, I probably wouldn't have gotten it, you know? I don't think I, don't think I would have. I, re I really yeah. don't, you know? It's a messed up thing, man. There's a lot of people that you know i know didn't want to take it they're very upset that they took it yeah I'm, they felt I'm, you know I'm very they, upset they, they were forced and I, yeah i felt like that um, i felt like i had the pressure familial familial pressure well, to well, do it. i mean listen there's no denying that the pressure was there <laughs> which is really funny because it's the there's, same family who asked me to not do drugs for a long period of time exactly the same family no good for you they were like on. brian please go out there and get this go get the fauci ouchie Go get it. 
I didn't make that up. That's a Brian. That's a, that's a Michael Knowles thing. That's my people to know. But that's what he got, it, I, it's taken on. That's what I call it. The Fauci ouchy now. That's what he calls it. Um, the Fauci ouchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the quote Michael Knowles. I don't want anyone thinking I'm stealing jokes. Um, but yeah, man, it's like it's crazy, right? Here it was all these times they didn't want you doing drugs, which has been tested over and over and over again by people. And in all honesty, I feel like. I feel like I can trust the drug dealers more than the doctors because I'm more important to the drug dealers. I'm important to them because they want my money. Mm -hmm. Whereas the government wants to get rid of us. It's said over and over and over and over again. Over and over and over and over again. We got to cut down the fucking people. We got, there's too many people, too many people. They keep saying it, you know? Then they turn around, they tell everybody you're useless. Mm -hmm. You're useless. For a year and a half, we were all useless. When now they're like, go back to work. When do you think universal basic income is going to become a thing in this country? Because that's where it's. I mean, it's definitely going there as as tech continues to advance and a lot of these lower level jobs aren't needed. Like, look, I mean, dude, at the McDonald's and AC, you order right on the on the fucking touch screen, and someone makes it. Well, how yeah. soon is it going to be before they don't even need a person back there to slap together those burgers? No, they don't. They just put together the meal. <laughs> Maybe the ice cream machine won't be broken as much. Maybe the ice cream, yeah, exactly. Maybe shit will work a lot smoother. Probably will work a lot smoother. Um, but yeah, dude, but I yeah, mean, that's, that's, what, that, that's where that's it's going. That's what I'm saying. That's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. We're going to have computers running everything, robots running everything, which, you know, from my understanding, I saw a thing the other day that said they could do that already for like 80% yep. of the jobs out there, mm -hmm. people. Listen to what I'm telling you, right? So what's going to happen is now we're not making fossil fuels, so there's no energy. So what are they going to need us to do? They're going to need us to create energy so that these robots can get charged and, and these lights can go on and all this and that. So the energy will be coming from us, physically from us. That'll be all. We you heard the term workhorse? That's what we will be, workhorses, on the, on the most absolute level. Mm -hmm. That's what they're trying to push us to do. You know what I'm saying? Everybody will have the same job, which is why everybody will get paid the same. But don't get me wrong. If you put in more miles than the other person, you might get a bonus. You might get a bonus. Then you'll be able to go to the other side of the cube that you're living in. You won't have to take a train or a car because you'll be able to walk there. That's where, the, that's where they have a great view of the mountains and they have a great view of the outdoors. And for vacation, you can get from your cubicle to that side of the cube, and they'll let you look out the windows. I don't know. Um, I am. Um, uh... And it's messed up, man, because you want to know something, man? Um, And this is what's fucked up. It's that your average person don't know shit. Mm -hmm. The average person doesn't just, just, and I'm not saying that to diss. I'm talking to my brother. You know, and my brother is, is is coming at me with all mainstream media shit. Mm -hmm. That's what he's coming at me with. Mainstream, he's talking about January 6th, and he's like, well, people died on January 6th. And I'm like, yeah, a Trump supporter, a woman who was a Trump supporter got shot by a gun-toting, happy, trigger-happy cop. Other than that, 
Was no that the only, that was the only death? That was the only death. There were a couple of heart attacks and shit like right. that, but that was like days after. You know what I'm saying? That people, they were old. They had heart attacks. Shit got exciting. What do you want? It right. was a riot. That's what it was. It wasn't an insurgent. If you watch the videos, you know, like my brother's like, they were going nuts in there and they were tearing up the place. And I'm like, really? Because I saw the videos of inside and the cops are in there with them. They're holding the doors open, letting people walk around. People are just walking around. It looked like a fucking, it was like they refused to pay for the museum. That's what it was. And yeah, people pick shit up. They took pictures with shit. They put their feet on Pelosi's desk. But you compare that to the BLM riots that were going on. You know, I mean. Listen, bro, I, I worked down in that building. I worked in the Capitol building uh, in 2008. I worked there for a whole year. And do they have shit locked the fuck down yep locked down yep so when i would i would travel so my, i was a i was a congressional page which is a program that no longer exists because the politicians they were can't stop fucking kids yeah right. they were raping all the pages yeah they were raping they were all the turning pages. all the pages <laughs> turning them gay <laughs> but dude here I, I i got i got the, i got this video like the frogs yeah, dude, this, this is this is a video from Rumble, and this is on anytime, uh, anywhere, access in the cloud. You got to have commercials, yeah. Fucking ads. Big up to Rumble. Yeah, big up right? to Rumble. Yeah, big up ads. to Rumble, man. Look, so, look, yeah, look at the riot. No, so, dude, these, these, yeah, look at the riot. <laughs> look at the riot. This was the insurgent. This was this was the great takeover of our country. Look at this. Yeah, see, they're coming oh through the God. window here. It's horrible. Yeah, they're coming through the window. That's because the door is full. But look, they're nice enough to help each other in. Look, look how fucking, look, form a single line. Hey, guys. You guys got this photographer over here. All these guys look taking pictures. Look, they're just it's filing in. That dude had a big-ass rifle. Was that a big-ass rifle he was oh, hold carrying? On, hold on, hold on. I didn't see it. Is that a musket? <laughs> Did this motherfucker go out and get his musket? Where? Are you talking about this? These are flags. No, no, look, look, walk. That's not that's a flag in that dude's hand right there. Right, right here? No. Go to the left. Right this there. One? That thing. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, it's a flag. Oh, really? Uh no. Yeah, it looks like I see the tip of it now. I thought that motherfucker had a musket. Oh yeah, it's a flag. He's got it rolled up. Oh, all right. Yeah, look at that. That's that's man, that looked like a school trip compared to the BLM riots. That now, now go take a video of the BLM riots. Let's see what those look like. You know, which was peaceful demonstrating. This was, th let's go see the peaceful demonstrations of the Black Lives Matter. Let's check that out. Let's just do comparison. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Oh, they ain't playing. Oh, oh, jumping on police cars, dog. This dude's smoking a blunt. I would have backed it up. I would have backed it up, yo. I would have <laughs> fucking backed up. Watch that motherfucker roll down. Jumping on my car? Yeah, now look at the two. Look at the comparison, people. Now I'm sitting here, I'm talking to my brother, and he's telling me how, how the January 6th was the most because he's watching nothing but mainstream media. And look at the comparisons. 
You know what I'm saying? And that's just like a couple. That's what was going on all over the place. Even here. Even here. I had gotten caught up in the whole thing. I ain't going to lie. You can, you can go on my page. You'll see you'll see me at the first protest that was out here. I went to the, the station. You oh, know, you did? I, I did, but now I went to go see what was right. going on. Check it you out. Know, I wasn't yeah. on my knee when everybody got on their knees and all that right. shit. I didn't do none of that because I don't I don't conform. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I went out there and looked at it, and the beginning was mad peaceful. You know, everybody Dude, they was destroyed chilling. Atlantic City, bro. That, yeah, it was all peaceful. Yeah, they then destroyed I left. AC, bro. I left after that. You know, I said, "All right, this is enough." I went home, and then I found out afterwards that all these BLM uh, people came in, Antifa people came in, and they started wrecking the whole place. They destroyed AC. Destroyed yeah, it. There's a, a bunch of shops down at the outlets that never reopened. The the company like Columbia, the the, yeah. the 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 outdoor, you know, for, they make footwear and jackets and shit like that. They they're not in Atlantic City anymore because of yeah. that. So that's what I'm saying. Like like my brother will sit there and and go with the whole mainstream media's uh, uh talking points on January 6th. Get Trump, get Trump, get Trump. But but that's what that was. You just saw inside. That's what that was. That mm -hmm. that where would you rather be? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? In what situation would you have rather been sitting like in? You know, mind you, they're wrong. They trespassed. That's wrong. Yeah, broke into the a federal they, building. They broke into the building. I'm not saying they didn't break into the building. We, we do you remember we watched my that brother one sat there and told me they destroyed everything. Did it, did it look like anything was being destroyed? No. You know what I'm saying? Were they destroying anything? No. It looked like they were walking around. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like. Taking selfies, everybody got their cameras out. You know, they, what they did was wrong, no doubt. But they're trying to give these motherfuckers 15 years, 20 years. And then the other people, they got bailed out by the Democrats. They got bailed out. When they got locked up, they got bailed out. Camilla Harris herself was taking up money to bail them out. Oh, and we also found out that Camilla Harris's stepdaughter like works for Balenciaga is that who she works for Balenciaga this is a tweet from June 1st if you're able to chip in it. now for the MN Freedom Fund to help post bail for those protesting on the ground in Minnesota okay okay come on man she's taking up donations to get them out of jail the vice president is taking up donations to get them out of jail did Trump did Trump do that for the people who got locked up? Did he? Did he? Did he? Did he try to create any funds to get them lawyers? Is is because last I heard he wasn't. So I guess I should say more. Last I heard, I didn't hear he was. Mm. Well, I mean, people are saying that he paid all those people to be there. Open Secrets, a nonprofit research group that focuses on campaign finance, found that Trump's political network and other Republican parties gave at least twelve point six million to the organizers since the yeah the organizers are what though and what is that on that you're reading that usa today <laughs> dude it's so hard to even to read anything anymore. and the thing is people go oh no one you know they'll be real quick to say you know that we don't trust anybody we just don't trust anybody whose fault is that whose fault is that that we don't trust anybody nobody trusts Fauci. why not he lied over and over and over again. No one trusts the FBI. Why not? They lied to us over and over and over again. They've been used as political fucking muscle. 
against, you know, from one opponent against another opponent. Why would we trust them? We don't trust the doctors. Why not? Because the doctors can't be trusted. I can't even go get a colonoscopy. What does you looking into my asshole have to do with me having COVID? What are you afraid? I might fart. If you fart, can you pass it? I don't know. I don't understand. You know, I was able to do my physical. You know, mm -hmm. and that's funny because I'm surprised they didn't say before I went to go get my physical, you need to go make sure you're healthy before you come here so we could tell you whether or not you're healthy. That would have been funny, bro. If they made you get tested before coming you know? into a physical. And by the way, people, if you're wondering my results, I'm just as surprised as my doctor was. Everything is good. <laughs> Everything is good, man. Well, listen, man, I, I'm, a, I'm a firm believer. You know, we have somewhat of a similar lifestyle and, and outlook on things. You know, we're not, both of us aren't super concerned about our, about our physical health. But yeah, you take, can't scam me with health issues. But we take care of ourselves also, you know? You got to know Yeah, I'm not out there fucking, yeah. You I'm know, not out there trying to destroy my body. You know, I know I'm the not, damage not I anymore. do. Well, I know the damage that I do to my body, so I try to counteract it with, you know, speed supplements. Speedballs. <laughs> what? Speedballs. With speedballs. Yeah, you know, I try to supplement every now and then I smoke it. Um, <laughs> Nah, it's a joke. I never smoke it. It's too cracky. Um... But what I'm saying is that is that you know I try to balance it out. I'm taking my vitamin D's, my vitamin C's, my my B12s, my fucking turmeric. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Turmeric, like, the turmeric's good shit, bro. Turmeric's good for you. Yeah, I'm, look, I, like I said, I try to balance. I try to balance. You know, I'm probably more consistent with the drugs than I am with the with the with the supplements. I, I tend to forget every now and then to take my vitamin. Oh, I, I, I will. I will say the uh, um, that Alpha Brain. That's some good stuff, bro. Really? Do you, do you like it? Yeah. I haven't yeah. tried it yet. Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that, you know, it's like you don't really notice it, but then you kind of think at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I was kind of like on today a little bit, you know? Like I felt like everything was kind of kind of firing because the stuff that's in there, it's all like, you know, mushrooms, you know, not like the trippy mushrooms, but like other mushrooms that have similar properties as the, the trippy ones, you know, like that brain function shit. Yeah, man. Well, big up to Aisha for sending me those. I'm, I, I got to start taking mine. Yeah, you know, shout out I would. Um, so what were you saying about Kamala Harris's? It was her niece, right? She used to model. Is it a niece or her daughter-in-law? Uh, stepdaughter, stepdaughter. Stepdaughter. Oh, so stepdaughter. So that's like her daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's a daughter. It's a stepdaughter. Huh. And she is the wicked stepmother. Yeah. She's the wicked stepmother. Ella Emoff. The girl's name. So what did you what did you see about her that she was just like modeling and stuff like, like she that? She was a model for Balenciaga. Mm. Something like that. Somebody sent it to me. I thought I sent it to you. I might have sent it to you. Let me see. Yeah, so so Kamala Harris is married to Doug Emhoff, which is this guy, which is that that girl's daughter. Huh. Yeah, I think you sent it to me on Instagram, right? Yeah. Let me pull it up. I think I did. I can't find it now. <laughs> Probably because they took down the post. They might have. But here's a post. I want to, I'm going to resend it to you. Okay. I had like LGBTQ plus health center passing around. I just sent you this one because I talk to people, right? 
especially people who don't have, you know, I guess they don't have a dog in the fight because they don't have kids. So they don't have a dog in the fight. But uh, when I bring up the whole thing of what they're doing in schools and when I bring up the whole thing about how, you know, this shit going on, they like, Gary, you're crazy. I had a dollar for every time I said that I wouldn't have to work. Um, but yeah, they're like, Gary, you're crazy. And I'm like, no, they're, they're trying to implement this shit into schools. They're trying to get your children. I say it was all part of, you know, all part of a very meticulous plan to get both people in the home working. And if both people in the world working and they're in the home working, then they're going to need someone to take care of their kids and we'll take care of the kids. And then we'll, we'll put in their heads what we want to put in their heads. We'll mold them to what we want to be. So the government has now become the parents to, to our children, not mine because, uh, because I took care of mine, you know, they're older now, but, but that's what happens when, when uh, they used, you know, they used, um, they lied to women to get them out of the house. They lied to them about what's important to be a woman. Uh, a lot of those women ate that shit up, you know, and, um, and, and they separated the mothers from their children. And now they're raising the children. And if you're not worried about who's teaching your children, this just came out. I just sent you the thing. This is, uh, this is Joseph Bruno, and he is the dean of students in the Francis W. Parker School in Chicago, Illinois. Now, I know for a fact that this is real because I've seen it on a lot of, on a lot of fucking um, different things. So this is going around. This isn't something that I discovered. But I know that some of my listeners might not be, you know, finding the shit that I find. So this is this dude. Uh, they went undercover to talk to this guy. Mm -hmm. Right. And the dude is interviewing him, talking to him. Now, listen to what this dean of students has to say. Our LGBTQ plus health center come in. They were passing around butt plugs and dildos to my students, talking about queer sex, using blue versus using spit. Meet Joe Bruno, dean of students at the prestigious Francis W. Parker Private School in Chicago. They're just like passing around dildos, butt plugs. The kids are just playing with them, They're looking at them. In the school? In, in a classroom. Wow. Yeah. While I'm sitting there. They're like, how do you, how does this book work? How do we do, like, how does this work? That's a really, like, cool part of my job. And we had a drag queen come in, um, pass out cookies and brownies and do photos. It's so amazing. And everybody's cool with that, like the plugs and the dildos. Yeah. No big complaints. No. I mean, if the parents found out, would they? No. It's queer sex. This is the drag queen that came in. What's her name? Uh, Alexis Bevels. Alexis Bevels. And just hung out in my classroom. And was there? Or hung out in my office. You have so much freedom. So much wiggle room. So much freedom. So much money. I mean, you to do stuff. Trustees are okay with that too? They don't know. They would. It's like, we. I wouldn't even like run it by them. Like, why would I run it by them? They'd be like, oh my God, that's wonderful. Like yeah. All with the kids that with the classroom, 14, 18. So yeah, that's, that's a really like cool part of my job is I don't have to worry about stuff like that. I had like okay. Anybody else a little nauseous? Anybody else a little nauseous that that green nailed fucking maniac? And you ready for this? The school is standing by him. The one thing I will say is that- Damn! Is, 
<laughs> Tang to kick in a glass. The the school is standing by him. That green nailed freak who was giving, aren't you happy that the teachers are out there, man, making sure that your 14 year old knows how to use a butt plug? Aren't doesn't that make you feel better? You know, that that he's that 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 they're out there teaching him the benefits between lube and spit. I didn't say that he did. Hmm? Isn't it nice to know your fourteen-year-olds were uh, were in school I, that I, day? I, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. Because because now because now I'm on the school website, bro. They, we got, they, they we were got sitting, a, they were standing there wiggling dildos, having dildo fights. Because I know if you gave me a big ass dildo and my boy a big ass dildo when we were fourteen, we're having a dildo fight. We're gonna be sitting there, bah, 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 smacking each other in the head with that shit. You know what I'm saying? We're going to start a new thing called Dildo Wars. I mean, that is fucking ridiculous, disgusting. And then look at that dude, man. Look at their, that dude. This is, this, is, this is their website, the school's website. Diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging. Celebrate, celebrate who you love. We got, we got five-year-olds, four and five-year-olds. Yeah, look at that little kid right there in the front. Nah, right there to the right. Look at that little kid. How, could, how old could that kid be? No, dude, all these kids. No, not I mean, the blonde, the little one with the jacket, right there. Oh, yeah, there yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, okay, same, how, dude, how three, three to five. Look at the one all the way all the way on the end, looking in the wrong direction, because he really don't want to be there. You know? And look how tight they got that little kid's pants on. Look at this. Of the 33 voting trustees governing in 2022-23, uh, zoom that in a little bit, because I can't read that. My eyesight's gone. There you go, right there. 59% self-identify as white Caucasian. They identify as white Caucasian? Self-identify. Self-identify as white Caucasian. 26% self-identify as African-American. 12% self-identify as Asians. 6% self-identify as Latinx. I don't think anyone identifies as Latinx. I don't think no... Latin people? Now, my question is, are all the people that identify as white Caucasians actually white Caucasians? Because I noticed that there's not a lot of people identifying as black. So my question is, are there a lot of black people identifying as white Caucasians? Maybe. Oh, hey, Mr. Boots. Holy fuck. This shit used to be a joke. Like everything that's going on right now used to be a joke. This is shit that I used to say in the very beginning where I was like, ah, I guess I could identify, you know, as a fucking, as a rich person and expect everyone to treat me as a rich person. Because fucking insane. So that's not going on, but there you go. That's not going on in the schools, but there you go. There's the dean. You know, it might not be your school, but it will be soon. It will be soon. You know? Everything's getting turned upside down, dude. <laughs> Everything, man. I'm surprised everybody. That's why we all got headaches. You know what, dude? Maybe the world is round. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it just spins a lot slower than we think. It spins a lot slower than we think. And right now, we're upside down. Right now, we're upside down. So whoever was down on the bottom below us, who's now on top, they're doing good right now. They, they got their senses about them. Mm -hmm. But we're upside down. What we don't realize is we're upside down. All the blood 
is rushing to our heads. And that's why all this shit is going berserk. It's all topsy-turvy, people. I, mean, I, think, I think you figured it out, bro. I think that's actually what's going on. Yeah, we're just upside down right now. Yeah. That's why yeah. everything is flipped. Yeah, the poles switched. <laughs> Did you know that that's actually something that happens on the Earth every, like, three million years? The, the magnetic... How we know? Because we haven't been around for three million years. So how do we fucking know? Dude, trust the science, Gary. Are you serious, bro? Haven't I, I taught you anything through the entire time I love of this it. podcast? It happens every three million years. Well, wait a minute. None of us are three million years old. None of our history shit goes back three million years. Well, you always know I had a problem with trusting the science, right? Because you already know the argument that I make. It's always so old. No one's ever like, ah, oh, this is some new shit. <laughs> we just found some new shit. No, it's always some old shit. You know, been around for billions of years, millions of years. Yeah, they say sediment cores taken from deep ocean floors tell scientists about magnetic polarity shifts, providing a direct link between the magnetic field activity and the fossil record. The Earth's magnetic field determines the magnetization of lava as laid down on the ocean floor. And while reversals have happened more frequently in recent years, when dinosaurs oh, walked through Earth... Keep right? talking, because I forgot to get my fucking plug. Hold on. Oh, wow. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Rady G. This is the first time that G has ever gotten up during a show because he forgot something. I mean, obviously, I'm here to carry the show along and drive it by, you know, one content... But really, you know, number two is beauty. I bring I bring beauty, class, and sophistication to the show that ordinarily would just be something maybe, you know, low class, low budget, not a lot of fun. I really class I really class the place up and, and truthfully that's why I'm on the show. Oh, welcome back, Gary. Thank you. I was just enlightening everybody about how, you know, I am the most calm rested person on the show and you're always just getting up and you really needed me to class the show up and that's that's why I'm here. That's my bad. Yeah. Um, I fucked up. I forgot to plug it in. I left the plug in, and I just looked, and it was gonna die on me. So, it's fucked up. I'm sorry. Where were we? Uh, oh, hey. Um, actually, can you carry the show for for thirty seconds? My parents are are leaving for a couple of days. I'm not gonna see them. I just want to say goodbye to them. You got it. You got it. Do I'm I serious. Got hey, it. Yeah. Let me let me just run upstairs real quick. Take take it take us for a second. While he's gone, I also want to big up my man once again, Adam Gable, man. Um, the show was was a dope show. Everybody did great, but I'm gonna keep it real. I I didn't do great. I uh it's very rare that a whole crowd hates me, but it does happen. And if you come to see me and you're thinking, no, no way, G, no, it happens, it happens quite often, and uh they all hated me. Arms crossed, staring at me. Um and and I was in a position where I was like, Cause normally when that happens, I'll go at the crowd. But, but um, I was in a position where I was like, I can't go at the crowd, man. My dog is doing his shit. So, you know, I just swallowed it, ate that dick like a champ, and um, watched Adam go up after me and crush it. And I'm glad he did. And I knew he would. And I just want to say to you, dog, I'm proud of you. And um, you did what I expected you to do. So I wasn't surprised. Um, I also want to big up uh, the Grizzly Pear. Uh, every time I go out there, they show me love, man, because that's my home. And uh, I just want to big up what they're doing out there. If you haven't checked it out already and you're in Manhattan, go check out their new spot in Midtown, uh, Grizzly Pear Midtown, man. It's popping. It's a beautiful place. Um, it's brand spanking new. They got food. They got liquor. Go check them out. That shit is always banging. Um, if you want to check me out, go to acjokes.com and uh, look at the schedule. 
and you'll see when I'm there, I'm there uh, usually Wednesday through Sunday is usually when you'll catch me. And uh, big up again to the Red Zone. That was a good show. Big up to everybody who came out. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, dude. It's, it's hard to do Saturday shows. Really? Why? I'm going to have to start. What do I'm going like to start just like really charging more. Saturdays. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Because like, although yesterday's show, big up yesterday's show, mm-hmm. it was great, but it was a small venue. Right. And, uh, and, uh, you know, there were like 350 people in Atlantic City Saturday night that oh. I could have performed in front of. So I have to like always balance it out that what's more important to me, you know, making some extra money or performing in front of 350 instead of, uh, instead of performing in front of like 50. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm going to start making that a little more worth my while because I think performing in front of 350 is much more important yeah. than, than, than um, making, you know, 250 extra, you know what I'm saying? So I'm going to have to just charge where it's worth my while, you know, mm-hmm. where it makes more sense for me to just get the money because the money is better because, uh, you know, I don't have to travel. I don't, I don't have to spend money to get out there, you know, like even yesterday, four hours it took me. To get yeah. Out. And what, a hundred bucks? No, no, I, no, no, no. Well, I mean, I mean the drive, after, the drive. Well, yeah, the I mean, cost the, of the drive, the, the drive, and then I also bought food, and right. I had like four drinks, five drinks that I bought. Um, yeah. you know, I wound up coming home with like a hundred bucks. That's another thing too. I can't lie, and, I, and it's not to take away from Red Zone. You know, they're not uh, original in this, but you know, mm-hmm. these venues who uh, charge comics for food and for and for and for drinks, they charge you for drinks. I mean, food, okay. No, like, I should get a meal, dog. You should get a meal. Yeah, you should. You, you should serve get a, food. Yeah. yeah, you serve food. So yeah. I should get a meal. Yeah, and I should get at least two drinks. Two drinks. I would say two drinks. If you at if you're least drinking two more, drinks. Yeah, it's a two, two drinks. drink minimum. Then yeah. I should get two drinks. Minimum. Minimum. <laughs> minimum. No, I, I I agree with that. How about a, at West Side? Did, did... I mean, big up to Red Zone though. They did give me some shots. You know, the dude, the dude loved yeah. my set, and he gave me some shots. So that was cool. But I'm just saying, like in general, and that's what that, especially on the road. You know, you play in these venues and they charge you for your drinks and then you wind up, you know, spending half your money there because you can't help it. You're hanging out. You're talking to people. I mean, a lot of times people buy me drinks. Right. But uh, but last night I was buying drinks and and it's like, you know, yeah, like when it's all Sunday, I made 100 bucks, but I could have played in front of 350, Mm -hmm. you know, and created more of a following. Yeah. But my peoples came out to see me last night. And that's important. And used to were worth the trip. Along with everybody else, but you two came back. You know, you saw I was playing somewhere. It was 15 minutes away from where they lived, and they came out to see me. And uh, big up to them, man. That's <laughs> you. You people are the one. Everybody out here, man. They're they're, they're counting on algorithms. Mm-hmm. They're counting on uh, reality shows. They're counting on on making that that quick little clip that that moves a million views. You know. I'm counting on you, people. Mm-hmm. I'm old school, man. I'm counting on you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm counting on my fans. That's who I'm counting on. I'm not counting on me putting out a clip that a million motherfuckers see. Because at the end of the day, I don't care if everybody knows who I am. You know who I am. Come out and see me if you like me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you guys are the ones I'm depending on. And, and if you can't come, tell your friends. Say, yo, if you ain't seen this dog, I like to go check them out if they like comedy. You know what I'm saying? Get motherfuckers yeah. off the ass. Because if you're waiting for me to put out a clip 
It's not going to happen. You better hope somebody's recording me from the show because those are the people who put up my clips. Motherfuckers get off the ass and they come and see me. They spend their money and they come and see me. And I always try to do my best. I don't always do it, but I always try to do my best. And they come and see me. I'm going to give it to you for free. Oh, well, you got to. That's the way it is now, G. If you want, well, what do I want to be? See, that's what it all comes down to. Now, I'm not going to lie. My goal, I want to play Madison Square Garden. I do. That's my goal. But I could do that if y'all get me there. If y'all get me there, and, I only and, need 40,000. You know, I'm pretty sure 28,000 will get me in there. <laughs> that's and what see, I'm depending this, on. And, and, I know, and you want to know something? People tell me I'm stupid for depending on y'all. Those are the same people who don't come to none of my shows mm -hmm. and send me clips of other comedians. Those people tell me that I'm a fool, that I'm stupid for depending on you. I don't think I'm stupid. I really don't. I'm just old school. My people who keep coming back, man, we have, we, we connect, man. Those are my people. When, when I say they're my people, they're my people. They're fans, but they're my people, man. They come back, they show me love. We sit there and we talk and, 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 and have life discussions. You know what I'm saying? Like anyone who's come and see me knows I have time to chill. Do nothing all day but think of shit. You know what I'm saying? So after shows, I got time to chill, man. I'm not quick to rush you off unless you're belligerent and shit like that. That's right. You know, that's a different story. But um, yeah, bro, this is that's um, it's it's one thing that when we first started working together, I really didn't understand. And even you know, partway through the beginning of the podcast, I didn't, I just didn't get the mentality that you have. And the longer that I that we've worked together doing the show, the more and more I realize how important that is, and it's even bled over into the stuff that I do, you know, because I've I've chased you know chased clips, chased views, chased SEO, chased all that shit. And the real truth of the matter is, like, yeah, you could blow up from that, but is that how you want to get there? And then, what is the quality of the people who are going to be following you? Once you're there, are they really going to be into you or are they going to be into you just for that one stupid thing that you fucking did? But the way the way that you go about it and the way that we've done this show is, yeah, maybe we don't have the most views, but there's people tune in every week. We have yeah. real followers and fans of the show who like what we do and they're and on big board. up to you guys. Yeah. Huge up to you guys. And, and, that, and, and, and the government won't I, tell you the government won't tell you this. So I'll tell you this. You are essential, all right? If you're wondering what it's all about, you're essential. I need you to go out there and put, put your work into society so that your energy could bring you money so you can buy tickets to come and see me. <laughs> you are essential. You might not be essential to the government. You're essential to me. Mm -hmm. You're essential to me. I would never lock you down. I want you out and about coming to see me. <laughs> <laughs> but if you do stay home... Check out yeah. Rumble, YouTube, Facebook. We got our shows everywhere. Yeah, man. And check out my special. <laughs> yeah. You, you did, did not see, see me here tonight on YouTube, baby. Don't forget about it, man. It's never too late to see it. Just because you haven't seen it yet, you don't have to be like, oh, that's a year old. You know, it's old. Oh, dude, you I want me to put it on Rumble? I'll put it on yeah, Rumble. Throw it on the Rumble. I'll too, throw it man. on Rumble. Okay. Okay. I'll make a note of that. I'll put it on. I'll Listen, put it on man. Rumble. Like I said, people tell me I'm stupid. And I know. I know. Like, I know that everything's changed. I know that if you want to make it, you got to do all these things. If I was 20, I would. Maybe. Maybe. Now but you I, didn't, <laughs> no. I didn't change then. Nah. Why am I going to change now at 52? Nah. nah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, 
It's about what you consider to be, you know, what you consider to be success. If I can do a show and people come out to see me and, and whatever that venue holds gets filled, I'm successful, dog. And who got me there? You guys. You know what I'm saying? Not because uh, I got a bunch of followers from fucking Bangladesh and fucking Taiwan that follow me. It does, I don't even know who these fucking people are. You know, not that I got, just because I got asterisk underscore dash dash nine four six following me, it means nothing to me. Yeah. I it's care actually, not and about it's actually, how many followers you got. I care not. I don't have many. I have like probably 3,000. But one thing I know, a good 2,500 of those shits are actually fucking real people that fucking appreciate me and fucking like my shit. And fans of your comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fans of your comedy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I know that it's 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 pure because I follow them back. We stay in touch, yo. Mm-hmm. You know, I hope to get to a point where I'm not able to follow everyone back. I hope I get to a point like that. But at the end of the day, I want it all to be sincere because I'm sincere. And 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 truthfully, man, any of the stuff that's on social media, it's 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 by and large not not sincere. Like I had a video on my Instagram that I did of some car, and I got twenty two million views, and I got ten thousand followers in like two or three days. You know what it did for me? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Most of it doesn't translate. Some of it does, but most of it doesn't translate. Yeah, but you really, you, you know, know, it's it's all that at- stuff online, bro. You just got you just have to pander, dude. And pander yeah. and pander to the niche. It sucks. You know? Well, that's why, you know. That's why I live in Atlantic City. <laughs> Is that that's why? That's why I live in, in Atlantic City. Don't 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 just stand on the board though, mama. You're standing right on the board. No, this girl, man. No respect. No no respect. No respect. No respect. Come no on, respect. get off the board. Stay off the board at least. At least off the board. There you go. She like stands and it's going in my ear. I'm like, get off the get off the key. Look, 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 look. Holy crap. You have no respect, yo. She has no respect. That's the kitty cat. Look at those eyes, though. Look at those eyes. Look at those eyes. She's cute. She's a cute cat. And she's tiny too. For everyone, you know, who doesn't know who's never met mama in person. She's not a very big cat. She's a she's a tiny cat, a baby cat. Look at a tiny cat. But she she's about cat. the size of the screen. Mm-hmm. You know, sit. Sit right there if you want to sit. You can hang out. I just don't want you standing on the board. Mm-hmm. Just don't want you standing on the board. That's all. There you go. She's going to relax. It's my baby. So she liked the Christmas tree? She been I'm like an it? evil. I'm an evil villain. <laughs> <laughs> look, look I, I am. I'm an evil villain. Yeah, but your head shaved, not the cat. It's usually the other way around. <laughs> usually the cat's bald and the guy has hair. Is that how it really is? No, 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 no. Why are you being so stubborn today, mama? And the thing is, you want to know, she knows what she's doing. You know that, right? Like, she knows what she's doing oh, right 100%. now. 100%. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, because right before, she's angry. Because right before we did the podcast, she was laying down with me. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And she was, like, cuddled right up under my thing. I was watching some uh, some Candace Owens. And and she had a thing on, and and then I had to get up, and she gave me that look like, "Where you going?" And I'm like, "I got to go to work." I got the show. So now she's mad. So what she look look now she's covering up the fucking the light. Is she's that what mad, it is? Because you know, normally she doesn't fuck with us. Normally she leaves me alone. Mm-hmm. But she's mad at me right now because she wants my attention. I got home late last night, and she wants my attention. So she's upset that I'm not paying it to her. But I am, baby. I love you. And once we're done, we'll go chill. We'll go watch some TV. Oh, She's a good girl. That sounds nice. She really is. 
Are you? Uh, do you have shows tonight? Are you at? You at AC Jokes tonight? Yeah. You two. Do you guys got two or one? One. Tonight? Nine o'clock. Oh. The nine o'clock show tonight. Uh, I think Buddha is headlining. Mm. I haven't seen Buddha in a couple of days. It'll be nice to see him. Buddha the comedian. Yeah, he actually called me the other day. I gotta call him back. Yeah, what he call you about? I don't know. Probably. Oh, you didn't speak to him. Nah, nah, I was doing some shit. They probably want help with their podcast stuff, which... I'm, yeah, Buddha's headline I'm, is I'm me, Zach, <laughs> Matt, and Susie Reed. Shout out Susie, one of one of my favorite Rated G podcast episodes in recent memory. If y'all didn't catch the last episode with Susie Reed, man, you, uh, you got to check it out, man, because I finally met somebody who was kidnapped. Actually kidnapped. Actually kidnapped, along with the brother and sister. That was an amazing story. <laughs> That's a wild story, bro. <laughs> that was an amazing story, man. They did. Some people are living these lies, man. And that's why I say, listen, <laughs> that's why I always say, like, it's our choice on how we let shit affect us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I've been through some shit. There was shit that was out of my control. And that means that there's nothing I could have did about it. It was out of my control. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to carry that weight, man. In fact, I don't even carry about, I don't even carry the weight of the shit that was in my control. This whole life is, is, a, is a learning experience. And, and, and we decide if we're going to let shit break us. You know, now I'm not saying you can't get hurt or you can't react to a certain situation. But when I see fucking 35-year-olds, 40-year-olds talking about the reason they are the way they are and they bring up shit from their childhood, you're 40 years old. You're bringing up shit from your childhood, dog? Mm -hmm. Like, like, what the fuck? Do you think that other people didn't go through shit too? Yeah. Do you think you're the only one that went through some crazy shit? I heard one of the most genius fucking jokes yesterday from my man Travis. I can't remember his last name. I can't remember his last Scott. name. Scott. Is it? Is it Scott? Uh, Travis Scott is the the Astro Yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I didn't say that because it popped right in my head, and I was like, "No, it's not Travis Scott, dude. That's not it." You Parker, Travis Parker. Uh, shut up. <laughs> Travis Grant. Travis Grant. Oh, T Grant. He said, and the funny thing is, no one really got it. He said, "You know, I first found out about pedophilia when I was a kid." <laughs> That's the whole joke. And everyone was sitting there like quiet. And then you just heard me in the back. <laughs> dying laughing. That's dying my, laughing. That's my favorite part about live stand-up comedy. When you're the only one laughing in the room. That's my favorite part. I love being the only person in the back laughing at some sick joke. Yeah, I'm sure a comedian loves that too. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that's all of our, us comedians' favorite part of the show is when only one person is laughing in the back. <laughs> they really love it when it's only the comedians. Yeah. <laughs> but, but what's so funny is when he came back, I said, dude, Genius. That joke deserved more 
because that shit was funny as fuck. Like he caught me off with that. I learned about, I first learned about pedophilia when I was a kid. And then he goes, it's a true story. And I go, it has to be, it's a great joke. (laughs) But you understand what I'm saying? Like there's a dude who's saying to me, yeah, I got, I got, I got molested. It's a true fucking story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, well, I don't even know if that's what he was saying because he was also talking about how they used to have, they used to have uh, so it's hard to know what part he was saying was true, but he he went on to say how they used to have pedophile drills in the school, really, where the kids would have to sneak under the desk. They have to get under the desk. They would have these drills where they would be like, Mister Stevens is in the building. Children, Mister Stevens is in the building, and all the kids would have to get under the desk. What and school said, did this dude go and to, he said, bro? And he said he used to wonder like. What the fuck? How's he gonna fuck us all? <laughs> He's like Timmy's by the door. He's getting fucked. I remember, dude. Uh, right after nine, I don't know what part. I think I think when he said it's true is the is the fact that uh, they used to have the drills. I don't know if yeah, I never. Let me, the, let, me, the let, only... me, let me frame that. But but the fact that matters, even me, like this, you know, like like uh, I take the shit that's caused me a lot of pain, and I I joke about it. Right. You know, like you've heard me talk about. Uh, um, you heard me talk about getting divorced right? on stage. Mm-hmm. You hear me on stage, you would think it didn't affect me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you hear me talk about that shit on stage, it didn't affect me. But on the podcast, you know, I forgot which one where we spoke about it. I said, the shit's a death. Yeah, It's a death. I was literally trying to drink myself to death. I, I got the idea from leaving Las Vegas. I said, that seems pretty cool. Seems like a cool way to go out. So you you drank a lot right after that, after the, the divorce? Because I remember you telling me a couple of stories about like you and Mark, like a couple of times you wanted some binges, but was it like over a period of time, like longer period of time? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was doing a lot. But I'm like, I had no friends out there and I wanted to stay kind of close to my, my kids, which was right. kind of weird considering I was trying to drink myself to death. And they wasn't even coming to see me anyway. Right afterwards, right. a lot of people were mad at me. But um, so like I, I went to this bar, it was a little bar in the back of a Spanish restaurant that I went to eat at one day. And I saw that, you know, no one was really there. There was like one person there and the bartender. And I said, you know what? I'm not going home. There's nothing for me at home. I went there, started drinking. And then I came up with the idea of, yeah, I'm just going to do this until my, until, you know, it ends. But I still made it to work every fucking day. It didn't change my work ethic. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's crazy because I would Mm -hmm. go to work, man. There was one time I went to work and I sat down at my desk and I was like, oh shit. And then I grabbed my fucking garbage can, just started throwing up in the garbage oh, can. Shit. And my boss was the cubicle right next to me, you know, windows. But I had like and you and you, you're not quiet when you throw up. Like some people oh, no, just go, no. you're no, you're no, no, no. you're a loud one, dude. You're a screamer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God, oh God, <laughs> dear God, dear God. I mean, you guys heard me. I've thrown up on the podcast where I was just like, what the fuck. <laughs> What was that? Yeah, I'm a loud throat. No, he heard me. And he was like, you all right? And I'm like, yeah, man, I made it in. And he's like, all right, man, just checking. And then I went, this used to be a story I told, actually, I, I told this story, I think the first time I ever performed in front of a live crowd, but this is a true story. So I threw up in my garbage can. I had to go, you know, of course, rinse my mouth and brush yeah, my yeah, teeth yeah. real quick. So I go into the kitchen. I throw up in that garbage can. And then I brushed my teeth and I rinsed out. And now I'm walking out of the kitchen, right? And when I turned the corner to go back to my desk, there's this long hallway. Yeah. And I see this dude coming at me. 
with no bottom to his mouth. He had no bottom jaw. He was like, you know, like, uh, 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 like there was no bottom jaw, just a dark black hole. Right? He had no jaw. Uh, uh, uh. And he wasn't even like, in my head, he wasn't even walking. He was just gliding. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like just gliding across. You look like, you look like Zach Pickett. To the point where I thought to myself, dog, I thought to myself, no, I mean, literally, he had no bottom jaw. There was no bottom jaw. It was just the top part of his mouth and a big gaping hole. Hmm. I found out afterwards it was some sort of cancer. Oh, shit. He lost the bottom of his jaw. I found that out afterwards. But I never seen this dude before in my life. And this dude is gliding toward me. And I thought in my head, did I just die in the bathroom and my spirit doesn't know? And it's walking around the office right now, getting ready to go back to work? Is that how trained I am? Because I thought I was dead. I thought I died in the kitchen. Me and the dude walk right past each other. And I go up to my man. I'm like, yo, dude, my man, Jason. I said, Jason, you seen that dude with no face? And he goes, yeah, dude. That shit was bugged. And I go, yo, I wonder what his voicemail sounds like. He said, what? And I went, it probably sounds something like this. It's a horrible joke, but we laughed. (laughs) It's a horrible joke, but I found that afterwards. I think he was a uh, cigar smoker and his bottom drawer fell out. Yeah, you can't smoke that many cigars. That's the thing about cigars. You can smoke them, but you can't smoke that many. You know, yeah, his bottom jaw fell off. I thought up. that was genius, though. What's his voicemail sound like? What's his voice message sound like? Uh, beep. That's not nice, G. Not nice. You know, but I mean, listen, I might not, I might not be nice, but I am, I am equal. <laughs> I equally offend everybody. Mm-hmm. That's what we like know? about you. You're all inclusive. What do you do you do you, do you self-identify as Latinx? What is Latinx anyway? What is the definition of Lat what's the X? Well, because you know, Spanish people are very masculine and feminine. Oh uh, that's what it is. Latina, Latino. You know what I'm saying? Latino is man, Latino so is so, girl. So we gotta, we have to, we have to change. So, you know what? So they Spanish is a racist whole, language, Gary. It is a racist language, language, and I won't stand for it the anymore. The whole language is feminine and and masculine. The whole language. There's almost almost every word has a feminine and masculine word depending on who you're talking to. At right. least when I was learning Spanish, I didn't really learn it, so I don't know. But that's what I was told: the feminine and masculine. Now they want Latinx. They want to change the whole language. Basically, and what does and, it say? and who is it? White people, probably, right? White people. It's gotta be white <laughs> oh, no, people. It was definitely a Puerto Rican who said we need to change the language. It was definitely, definitely a Spanish person who said that. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. And let's make it more, more, more correct. It, w- it was a white woman. <laughs> That's who it was. A white woman. 
Yeah, man. Has to be. Does it say who came up with the term? No, nah, but I'm looking up gender neutrality in Spanish. A feminist language reform has proposed gender neutrality in languages with grammatical gender, such as Spanish. Feminist language reform. This is a this is a a, a topic. I tell you, feminism, dog, it's evil. I said it. It's evil, ladies. They're lying to you. They're lying to you. Here's the question: Are you happy? All my feminists out there, are you happy? These all seem very angry. Seems like you got beef with a lot, a lot of people. Seems like you got beef with a lot of people. Are you, are you happy? That's the question. My feminist, are you happy? Well, you don't no. look it. No, you don't look it. If you, if you are, and I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong, but you don't look it. You don't look happy. You don't look at peace. You look very angry, you know? And I get it because it's angry, you know, you know, you get into these conversations with people and they question you on things and you have no defense whatsoever as to why I have to, you know, go along with it. There's no defense as to why I have to go along with it. So you have no other choice but to scream and be angry mm -hmm. like a little child. Like a little child. They're like little children. To me, that's the most mind boggling thing about all of this shit is that everyone is screaming at the hilltop for inclusivity, but you have to agree with them. It's yeah. the exact opposite of what a liberal is supposed to be, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, it, dude, it's insane. Like, okay, I have, I have a couple of uh, older men in my life who are old school, hardcore 1960s liberals, right? My uncle being one of them, right? Like my uncle, you know, went to, started going to college like 1972, you know, a very anti-Vietnam War. But the dude knows his shit. You know, when I have yeah. a conversation with him about any of this stuff, it's fucking fact-based, and the dude is on his money. A good friend of mine, my, 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 my buddy, his father, uh, marched with Dr. King, bro, in the 60s in Washington, right? Like, hardcore 60s liberal. They're not on board with any of this fucking bullshit, bro. No, man. I mean, and if you look at what it is, it's like... I was trying to look for this video just now. I think I sent it to you where it talks about the difference between liberals and Republicans, where it says if if if, uh, if Republicans don't like a show, they don't watch it. If liberals don't like a show, they want to cancel it. You know, if Republicans, um, you know, like don't don't believe in guns, they don't buy one. If Democrats don't believe in guns. They want to take everyone's guns away from them. You know what I'm saying? If uh, like it, it's all that, it's always the extreme. It, because they think they're doing it for the greater good, and that's the biggest lie that the Democratic Party has taught. Them. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 narcissism, and it's, it's you gotta it's, do it my way. You need, and this is the thing we've talked about this time and time again on the show. Stop looking at things through this narrow field of fucking vision. You need to open wide and see the effects that all of these things have cascading down throughout throughout the world. You know? I mean, yeah. Come on. You know? It's like they always... They... 
Open your third eye, people. It, it's, it's what I Open used to it say. Up. It's what I used to say when I say people talk about they want everyone to be accepted, right? But they have no, no toleration for stupid people. Mm -hmm. You know, and it shows because they'll hate someone who hates. And, and right? Like you'll hate a group that hates. I'm not going to say the name of the groups because then all of a sudden it says Gary likes those groups. Um, but we'll hate a group that hates us or hates a certain group of people. We'll hate them. We have mm -hmm. no tolerance for that. But that's ignorance. I think I just fucking smacked that shit and it lived. That's ignorance. Obviously, those people are ignorant. Was it, a bug? <laughs> it was a little gnat that I haven't seen one in weeks. And all of a sudden, now one's flying around. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, those people are ignorant. If, if you don't like a group of people because of the people you might have come in contact with or because people tell you you're not supposed to like that group of people, if you don't understand that all groups of people suck and in all sucky groups of people, they got good people, that if you mm -hmm. deal with people individually, you realize that all there's good people everywhere in this world, you know, like no matter what you are, where you're from, you know, everyone got good people. Everyone got assholes, every nationality, every country, every, yep, every, every group, every thing. organization, every, every everything. good people and bad people. And if you deal with people individually, then you'll realize that, you know, then you can't hate a group. You know what I'm saying? You could just hate the people individually that you come in contact with. Yeah, man. Know? I mean, I, so those know, people are ignorant. I was, in but instead of giving them love, we give them hate. We give them what they give us. Hate. Mm -hmm. Right? You'll see them on both sides screaming in each other's faces. Yep. Right? But when you look at uh the teachings of of Jesus, right? He says to love your enemy. But what good does it make you if you love only those who love you? Right. Even the wicked do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a hard and thing to do. It's an e it's the easy thing to do. Very easy to love the person who loves you. Mm-hmm. Very easy. It's very hard to love the person who hates you. But see, the only thing that can change hate is love. Hate cannot change hate. Mm -hmm. Hate can only bring more hate. That's what it does. You know what I'm saying? The only thing you can change hate with is love. That's it. That's the only thing that can cure that. You understand mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. And and people don't understand that. So when we run into people that are hateful, what do we do? We hate them right back. Well, guess what? Even the wicked do that. You know what I'm saying? You, you're no different. You're no different. You just might be a little better as far as your sin goes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, it's like my mother, my mother, my mother's like hardcore Christian and, and like she's totally against trying to better yourself. <laughs> so her attitude, whenever like people tr try to move out the projects, she's like, why are you leaving the projects? And they're like, well, we want to go to a better neighborhood. And, and she's like, well, where this man, there's sin. And I'm like, yeah, mom, but the sin kind of changes when the man has money. Right. The sin does change. It's, it's, it's a different, it's a different sin. sin. Yeah. It's a different sin. When you live in a nicer neighborhood, their sin is probably key parties and like stealing money from the company. It's not running up on you while you're walking into your house and taking your wallet and then, you know, running into your, that's, that's a whole different kind of sin. Sin is a lot more prevalent in the projects. And it's not mm -hmm. even that sin is more prevalent in the projects. It's just, it's a lot more violent. Yeah. Their sin is a lot more violent in the projects because there's more desperation. 
Yep. So it's not that you move to a nicer neighborhood. Now you live in a neighborhood where there's no sin. Mm-hmm. No, because even if you move to a whole Christian neighborhood, there's going to be sin. It's just going to be pretty well hidden. It's going to be behind those closed doors that I always talk about. Those closed doors that are there for a reason. There's a reason why doors close is so that you can do things behind them and keep them shits to yourself. Yep. And keep that shit to yourself. As far as I've always, my whole, my whole life, since I started understanding, like, you know, uh, you know, gay rights and, and the right, don't get me wrong. There was a time where that was necessary because there was a time when they had like, you know, they would treat it lesser. That time is over. Everyone accepts gay people. Everyone accepts gay people. And even if they don't accept them, they're not going to come out and be like, you look at that. They're not going to come out and they're just going to be like, you know, behind the thing. And that's race also race also. Yeah. Yeah, Race too. race too. Like in other words, all those things have kind of been dismantled. I'm not saying that they ain't racist people out there. There are, of course, but what I'm saying is, you know, they're not really doing it in people's faces on a regular day to day basis. Right. You know, they keep that shit to themselves and that's fine. You don't have to like me. You don't, have to like me what you can do is if you see me walking down the street just walk up and punch me in the face or you know start screaming with your spit you know like or or just even stop me from moving keep that shit to yourself let me do me you do you you don't like me fine i don't like you either actually i'll take that back you don't like me fine i love you you know i love you because that's how we got to do it people you know stop being so fucking offended all the time man and it's funny man because uh I actually want to share this, man. He posted it, so I'll share it. Uh, a comedian who I... Uh, you sent it to me? Instagram? Uh, I didn't send it to you. I'll send it to you right now. A comedian that I that I like, man. This dude is a fucking beast, man. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's definitely one of those... Um, you know, he's definitely one of those edgy motherfuckers. He's like... You know, like he's a race comic, you know, he like snaps on all races and everything, even himself, you know, he Jewish, he snaps on Jews too. Uh, who was that dude? The ball headed dude, Don Rickles. Remember Don Don Rickles? Yeah. Don Rickles was the fucking man, bro. Yeah. Remember Don Rickles? One of the funniest comedians of all time. Exactly. Now, now actually bring up a Don Rickles before we go to what I just sent you, bring up a Don Rickles clip real quick in case some people don't know who Don Rickles is. In fact, this might get, this might get us, this might actually get us, get us, get us banned. Uh, now go to, uh, there you go. That's the Don Rickles. That's cool. I know this is a Republican celebration, but I have the honor of introducing a man who is so democratic. He picks on everybody equally, even a little kid like me. Mr. Don Rickles. What a great opening. What a great opening, bro. You know who that kid is, right? Nah, it's Michael Jackson. No, he used to have a show. Uh... Oh, is, it, is that the kid from uh, The Midget? Webster? I think Gary Coleman? No, Webster. Oh. What do you say to him? Be funny. Oh, be funny. All right, now check this out. First black kid I ever saw, he'll definitely never play basketball. <laughs> right off the bat. That's what it's about, New York. Italians, Jews, Irish, whatever the hell you are. You're people. That's what I love about this city. There's a chemistry. I swear to God. You're an, are you an Irishman? Are you an Irish kid? What are you, a bird? <laughs> Good evening, Mr. President. Nice to see you, sir. And your lovely wife, Nancy. It's, it's a big treat for me to fly all the way from California to be here for this kind of money. You want to keep going? 
Yeah, because he hasn't even really gotten... I don't care what you are. You're fat. I'll tell you this. And I love the black people. We need you people. I swear, because no Jew's gonna make up a train. Uh, I come out, I come out, and it's my trademark. I tend to maybe jump around a little bit. What do you really think about it? I think you're making a fool of yourself. <laughs> Obviously, you see what I'm talking about. The dude would make crazy racist jokes all the time. And everybody laughed, right? Mm -hmm. Aaron Berg is that kind of comedian. That's the kind of comedian is in, in the in the spirit of, of that dude. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know the set he did, but I do I have watched his sets, you know what I'm saying? And he goes hard. He's fucking funny so he just posted this he did a show the other night and 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 this is what someone sent him yeah, it took so the time it says, it took uh, the time out of their day to write this hello aaron i was at gotham tonight and i and have to say that i was so terribly disgusted by your act i've been attending comedy shows for years now i've never seen such racism and disrespect in an act i attended the show with many family members of color all of whom were deeply offended and upset by your words I see you have a daughter and I would like you to seriously consider your actions as your words have an impact on the world around us and the world your daughter will grow up in. Do better. Tonight was disgusting and your comedy was embarrassing. Now scroll down to his uh to his comp to his uh reply to that. No, not uh, there. Oh, it's on his page? No, no, yeah, yeah. Just scroll. No, there wasn't he didn't there's no reply. Yeah, there is. Um for some reason the way it's coming up when yours isn't, but I'll tell you his reply on the thing. There's Aaron, my dog. That's my uh, dog. He wrote, maybe it's not me that needs to change. See, I want to teach my kid the power of laughter and joy, not the power of being offended on the behalf of others. Yeah, where, where are you seeing that? How about you do better? Right on his uh, page. Can you send, can you send it to me? You're seeing the page different. Oh, they, yeah. Hold on. There you go. There it is right there. No, this is what he sent to her or she sent to him. No. If you look to the right, this is common. Maybe it's not me that needs to change. See, I oh, want to teach my kid the okay. of laughter and joy, not the power of being offended on the behalf of others. How about you do better? I'll be at Toronto. Yuck, yucks, December 16, 17. My dog. My dog. But you know, that that goes to show you right there, like, like why go to a comedy show if you think that 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 people making jokes about racist or racism is actually racism. Were people laughing? Yeah, then it was a joke. <laughs> this is this is really funny. I just want to bring this up on his page. Go go bring up a clip of my man. Let's check out his shit. Let's check out his shit. I'm sure he's got a clip up there. I love him, man. He he is a beast. And when I first started doing comedy, I used to always wind up like behind. I want to my wife's feet, but she's not into it. So what I do is I wait for her to fall asleep and then I fuck her feet. And if she wakes up, I just yell, I'm shoes. And I run out of the room. <laughs> Big up to Aaron Berg, man comedian warrior doing what he wants to do because it's funny all right the fuck are you talking about and, and i gotta say he's he's definitely jewish right last name yeah, he's jewish he's, he's jewish. jewish yeah 
He's Jewish. He talks about it. He snaps on that shit all the time. Yeah, I just, I never. <laughs> He's fucking great, dude. Well, I did a show. <laughs> they replaced him. We have a new governor uh, in New York. Who knows her name? There you go, nerd. Uh, <laughs> Kathy Hochul, that's her name. She, she took his job. Not an easy job to take. Cuomo was a rock star here in New York. For you, every woman in here a year and a half ago flicking their bean to his morning death counts. Do you remember that? Oh, oh I'm a Cuomo-sexual. Uh, oh, you can flatten the curve, but you'll never flatten the intensity of my orgasm. This sick fuck, bro. I love, I love this guy. Dude, we did this show. The first time I ever did a show with him, I didn't know who he was. They're like, you never seen him? I'm like, no. They're like, yo, he's a beast, right? So it was called the show I was doing with JC Best. He produced it. It was called The Heckler Show. And okay. they would encourage the crowd to heckle the comedians if they didn't like them, right? I did the show twice. Never got heckled once. Not even gonna lie. Never even got heckled once, right? I did the show twice, right? But uh, what would happen is if the crowd wasn't heckling, because a lot of times the crowd would kind of be afraid to heckle. So right. they would heckle the comedians in the back. We would start heckling. Uh... But we're doing the show, right? We're doing the show. And every time a comedian goes up there and he doesn't get a laugh and it gets quiet, I would yell out, show us your tits. <laughs> right? And I get, and the crowd would go nuts laughing because it was a timing thing. You know, it's not the joke right. itself. It was right. the timing thing. Right. And I would just be like, you know, get weirdly quiet. And I would just yell, show us your tits. And of course, one fat comedian wound up showing his tits and everybody went nuts. Right. So then here comes Aaron Berg. He comes up to close it out. And he knows it's the heckler show. So out the bat, he's like, ah, great. A fucking heckler show. Because that's what comedians need. We need fucking people encouraged to fucking talk back at us. And before anyone could say anything, he just starts ripping into the crowd. Right. And he starts going on, going in on his chick about being a meth head. And he's just going off on her about how she's like a meth head. And she looks like a meth head. Right. And then he goes to the dude next to her. That's your lady. And he's like, yeah, he goes, yeah, way to stick up for her. Right. But before he did that, when he started ranting on everybody, he goes, oh, this is great. We got open micers killing it with show us your tits. <laughs> right. And I, I wasn't open micer at the time, so it wasn't even live. But oh, okay. the fact that he mentioned me right off the bat mean I made an impact. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. he's like, oh, this is a great show. They're encouraging you to yell at us. We got open micers killing it with show us your tits. Right. <laughs> and he's doing this whole thing. And then he goes off on the crowd for a good. I don't know, man, like 11 minutes just ripping into the crowd. Right. And then it gets quiet for a second and he takes a drink. And he puts the drink down. And I go, show shoot, And he goes, and just starts laughing, dude. He just started laughing because it was a timing thing. It's all about the timing, baby. It's all yeah. about the timing. If you follow me, you can find the video on, <laughs> on Facebook. We posted the video. Okay. I mean, it's an old video. You'd have to look. But it's somewhere up there. You would have to look. But um, yeah, man, that shit, that dude is a beast. And that's the shit I'm talking about. It's like, it's like she didn't like him. Mm -hmm. She found him offensive. She claims her whole family found him offensive. So what is it that should be done? She shouldn't have just stopped going to see him. And if she wants to tell her friends, if she finds out her friends are going to see him, if she wants to tell her friends, oh, I don't like him. He's racist, right? No, that's not good enough for her. Instead... She's going to write him 
right? And tell him to change his comedy for him to do better. Do better, Gary. Stop talking about COVID and all these other things. Yeah, do for him better. To do... You have a responsibility as a comedian to to change hearts and minds. I'm gonna go out on no a limb. sense, bro. Yeah, yeah. In other words, I'm not just gonna stop. I, I, I do have to say though, she did look kind of cute from that little profile picture she had down there. Let's see. Go to the page. Let's yeah, see. he Let's he see. didn't he didn't tag her though. It's not he, he didn't like tag her or anything. Oh, so he didn't he, tag her. Nah. No. Either way, I'm going to go out on a limb and say she thinks she's funny <laughs> and she's not. I'm going to say that that chick is not funny. She does not know funny. She wouldn't know funny if it was a butt plug with a tickler shoved in her ass. She wouldn't know funny. Okay? She don't know funny. I'm going out on a limb, but I'm going to say she don't know funny. For her to sit there and tell this dude, like, like, here's the thing. If you didn't like him, if you were offended, just don't go see him again. You don't even, you don't even have to write him. Writing him is too much. Mm -hmm. But you know what? If you're going to write him, that should have ended with, I'm not going to see you again. Yeah. And that's it. Not, you need to do better. You need to change your comedy. Because I don't like it. Because I don't like it. Oh, and my family doesn't like it either. You know, and we're the ones that buy all your stuff. I'm guessing she didn't even go to see him. Oh, yeah, definitely not. Obviously, if she knew who he was, she wouldn't have gone. You know, She didn't go to see him. She just went to the comedy show that night. Yeah. But that's your fault for not knowing who the fuck you're going to see then. Mm-hmm. I... I'm very interested to know what comedy she would find fucking not offensive. Um, the woke, the woke comedians. She would love the woke comedians, who aren't funny. Who are not funny? They're not. They're fucking not funny. Give me one woke. I challenge anybody. Put it in the comments. Give me one woke comedian that's funny. Petey Rancel. I, I I really hate. I hate when people send me clips of comedians. I hate that shit. It happens all the fucking time. You know what? But here it is. Here it is. I'm going out on a limb. I'm going out on a limb here. Send me. If you think there's a woke comedian out there that's funny, send me the clip. Inbox, let's put it in the comments. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, hit the smash that fucking uh, follow <laughs> the button. button, the little bell. Ding! You know? You know what's really funny, man? After after you you said that to me a couple times about how you hate people sending you comedy clips. You know, I get this shit for podcasts all the time. People send me podcast clips. It's like, dog, share the shows that I produce. The fuck do I care about some podcast that's making a fucking million dollars a month? Share our shit. Exactly. Or blow exactly. me. You know? they, 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 they send me clips. But I'm going to say, send me clips of a woke comedian that you think is funny, and I guarantee you they're not. If I listen, if, if I laugh, I'll tell you I laugh. You know what I'm saying? I'll even watch it for the first time on the show, and you know, so I, so you can see my reaction to it to see if I laugh. Yeah. I won't even watch it alone. Send me the clip. We'll put it up on the show, and we'll see if they make us laugh. But I'm I'm gonna say that there's no, no woke comedians that that's gonna make me laugh. No, none. Definitely not. <laughs> none. But I guess that's what she was looking for. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like I don't get people. There's a bunch of people I don't get. Comedy shows bring in some weird, 
weird motherfuckers. Like, I don't want to understand people who go to comedy shows, sit in the front, and then have open conversation like there's not a show going on in front of you. Yeah, there was that one table that was doing it at Adam's thing. He, he got him, though. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand that. Yo, you're, you, you, you paid money, so you knew what you were doing. You come to the show, you sit in the front, and then you have open conversation in front of everybody. Like, mm -hmm. like there ain't a person up there doing a job. Okay. Never understand that. Never understand people who will go to one and get offended. Even if it's a done, like I've, I've heard jokes that like, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. I've heard jokes about Puerto Ricans and I'm sitting there going, that shit wasn't funny. Yeah. This dude's probably a racist. You know what I'm saying? He's probably a racist because that shit ain't funny. None of his shit's funny. He's just saying old school racist shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying right. you don't run into those, but I'm not offended. I right. sit there and go, that dude ain't funny. I'm not going to go there and write. And that probably offends shit. you more. It offends me more that they're not funny. Yeah, that offends there, me that's more. That's it? Oh, man, there's a Seinfeld joke uh, about that. Oh, do you remember the episode when uh, the anti-dentite? Oh, yeah, he was upset. He said, I'm he was, offended that, 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 that he's telling the he, jokes. The Jewish jokes. He's like, it, yeah. it, it, he's like it, it offends you as a Jewish person? And he's like, no, it offends me as, offends a, comedian. Me as a comedian. Yeah, as a comedian, I'm offended that you suck. As a person, that I don't. Bother me. it doesn't oh. bother me. I'm going to a comedy show, you know? Especially when you got, when you're going to a comedy show of like, I guess I'll say my level or less, which means mm -hmm. there's going to be people there that you might get, you might get an up and comer, you know, you might get some people that aren't funny on some of my shows. You might, because I'm on that level of everybody's trying to get up. So some right. people are as good as others or whatever. It's not like if you're going to see a studded lineup, you know, with all comics that you heard about. Right. Right. So a lot of times if I go to a show, especially a show where I don't know anybody on the fucking thing, because it's very rare, I don't know anyone. But if I don't know anyone, that means these are all like just coming out of being open micers and people putting on shows. I'm pretty sure there's going to be one white comedian who tries to drop the N-word and it's not going to be funny. It's definitely not going to be funny. No, I mean, I've seen a bunch of people get up and punch people in the face for that. Really? I've seen it twice. At a show? Uh, Open mic in a show. Hmm. You're gonna drop, say it, it drop, better be funny. Dropped the M bomb and got got, got, and, got and got and got fucked up. Um but but like it's it's kind of to be expected because you know new new comics feel like that's what it's about, you know what I'm saying? That they're able what, like to say whatever. Like the shock, shock, yeah, shit. the shock value or whatever. But like once again, I wouldn't get up and hit the person, you know, he just sucks. The person yeah. sucks, they suck. Get him the you fuck know? off stage. Just just let him get off the fucking stage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not offended by that. I'm not going to sit there and write, you suck. Even if that's it. If I just thought they suck, I'm not going to go out of my way to say to them, you suck. I don't know I'm if I've... Like, they suck. Ever. If I've ever been offended by anything anybody's ever said to me. I've been angry and mad that they said it, but I've never, like, been offended by their work. Like, I don't even know what that means. What does it mean? Dude, I watch Family Guy. What does it what, what does it mean to be you know offended? I like, it hurts your feelings. Guy. Like what what the fuck is it? What is? I it? mean, I get I get something could be offensive. Like I watch Family Guy and and they'll do things like jokes about Jesus, and and I, okay. and, I and I love Jesus. I love okay. Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. I'll see a joke about Jesus where like he's taking that this one where he's taking a shower and and there's like a kid looking at him and he notices it and then instead of stopping he starts like rubbing slower and shit, you know, they, 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 they totally blasphemy God all the time. They, they're full of blasphemy all the time. But 
if I could laugh at all the other shit that I watch that I find hysterical and I laugh and then they come and they blaspheme God and I really don't find it funny. Although sometimes it's still funny and I go, forgive me, God, that, that was funny. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, some of but, the stuff they do with Jesus is pretty funny in that in that show. Some of it is, but some of it's straight up blasphemy. Some of it, you know, I mean, it's right. all blasphemy. But but I'm not going to lie. I, I would like to think that God who gave us a sense of humor has a sense of humor and knows the difference of whatever. But but like I'll be saying, a lot of times I'm just like, oh, well, it was bound to happen. I mean, they're going at everybody else. Yeah, I'm not offended by it. Yeah, it's not my kind of humor. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna come to one of my shows and hear me blaspheme God. You know what I'm saying? But, but um, but if you're sitting there and you're making fun of everybody else, then chances are you're gonna come around eventually to something that that, that fucks with you. Yeah, that touches me. That touches. See, I think the show. thing is, is I don't really and care. I'm not offended. <laughs> if it's I funny, I laugh. If it's not, I don't. That's it. Yeah, it's either funny or not. And I don't even think I care about any one thing in particular enough to be offended by something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have any strong beliefs towards something there. I really find, like, like what would you offend me over? Well, I you know? mean, yeah, of course. You're a godless man with no faith, so therefore you have real no values. So I understand, like, nothing can get to you. Yeah, so what's, you know, that's the answer, bro. <laughs> you know, it really, really yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, listen, if you want to know the what, only, the only thing that... want to know what some of the upturn is to having no faith or direction or anyone to rely on in your life to know that's there, that you could pray to, um, there it is. There's the upside. You're offended by nothing. Nothing can get to you because you have no real... I have no faith. I have no values. I have no core belief system of any kind. Yeah. Or self-worth, you know, so there's that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, that comes with the no no values and no no belief in God. <laughs> but like the only thing you could really even come at me for is is the drug thing. And I find the drug stuff to be to be funny. Anytime anybody makes a joke about about drug use, you know, I find that shit to be hysterical. I remember I, w- I went out to a show with my cousins and I think it was it was Tate. It was, Tate was performing and he did this joke about stealing like oxys from his grandmother or something like that. Do you know yeah. that joke? Yeah. Dude, it's hysterical, bro. It's so funny. Wait, was it Tate or Zach that got the joke about stealing oxys from? His maybe family? it was Zach. Yeah, it's maybe Zach. Yeah. It's Zach. It's Zach. Okay. Yeah, Zach got the joke about stealing oxy from his from his grandmother. And dude, I'm sitting there and I'm dying laughing. Yeah. And my cousins are like looking at me. I'm like, yo, that's funny because they didn't want to laugh at it because they thought it would make me feel bad. I'm like, you're missing the whole point of all of this. It's a joke. That probably happened knowing Zach now, but it's a joke and it's it was incredibly well crafted too. Incredibly, yeah. I don't remember how it went, but I remember it being really, really fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, and that listen, I had the joke where where I talk about smoking weed with four people and they lit up four joints. Remember that? And I said they start passing them, and I'm like, ah, you know, and I'm like, why are we passing them? There's four of us. Let's keep the herpes <laughs> to a minimum. <clears throat> remember that joke, joke I used to tell? Mm-hmm. And I would say, you know, they say. One out of every four, you know, has herpes, you know? And I would say, well, I know I don't. And there's three other motherfuckers there. That means one of them is probably fucked up. And I would say, <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm guessing it's to do with the blistex, you know? And that's what I would say, right? And then after a show I love that time, part. I love that part. Yeah, after the, the show one time. Yeah, well, I follow that up with don't you don't you love when a person got a big ass herpes on their mouth and they're like, I don't know what it is. And you're like, I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's the whole joke in its entirety. Um, and, Great joke. 
it, it's cool. You yeah, know, it's, it's a fun a, joke. A fun and joke, yeah. it, it was also a real joke. You know, it really happened, you know, because we had four. And I'm like, why are we passing them? We got four blunts. Let's just, you know, give me a blunt. You all take one. Let's keep the herpes down, you know? Um, After the show, this chick comes up to me. She's like, oh, you're so funny. I'm like, thank you. She goes, but I got to tell you, you offended me with one of your jokes. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry. I, you know, I didn't, I don't even know you. So I wasn't trying to. Right. And she goes, well, it's, it's the point. herpes one. And I said, really? And she goes, yes. Well, you know, I have herpes. Okay. And it was given to me by a guy. And and because of me catching herpes, my husband left me. And I'm like, whoa, first of all, it sounds like there's more to that than anything. But, and I said, I said, well, I said, I'm sorry, but I don't, you know, I don't know you and I don't know your guy. You know, I'm sorry your life turned out that way. You know, I, I don't even know you, you know? And she's mm -hmm. like, well, I think you need to stop telling that joke. And I said, I think you need to go sit down because what the fuck are we talking about here? I'm going to stop telling the joke because you caught herpes, probably cheating for what it sounds like cheating on your husband. Right. Or you caught it before you met your husband, never told him. And, and then, then he, he got herpes because he got herpes. And now he got herpes. So he found out. Exactly. So, you know. God, I'm so glad I walked away. Out of college without herpes, bro. <laughs> Mama. Mama, you're really being... There you go. Come here. Come here, baby. <gasps> She's being, like, so stubborn, man. You know. <sighs> Who's your baby? Who's your baby? Come on, get your butthole out of the picture. You know what I told you. Be a woman. Be a lady. A <laughs> ladylike. It's not very ladylike, Mama Cat. Not ladylike showing your butthole to the world. My baby. Oh, look at her standing up. A good girl. Mrs. Mama, Mama Cat. Yeah, man. But I mean, like I said, man, and that's, and it's funny too, because like, I don't even care. You know? What, like people you, always say, you got her oh. what, what don't you care about? Like, no, nah, I mean, when it comes to comedy and people being offended. Oh. You know well, what you I'm saying? Like people always say, oh man, it must be hard, you know, because you can't say anything now. And I'm like, who can't say anything? <laughs> They're like, well, you can't say anything. Everybody, I, no, I can say whatever the fuck I want. And you do every time you grab the mic. <laughs> every single say, time, bro. Because I can say whatever the fuck I yeah. want. And that's the reason why people, people, that's the reason why I'm depending on y'all. That's the reason. Because if you're coming to see me, then you know what you're coming to see. And we could all grow together in this game and you should all watch me become better because that's what I'm trying to do. I've been eating a lot of dicks lately. Yeah, but I will tell you, though, bro, the last couple times I've seen you, even though you haven't. Maybe the crowd hadn't responded. Your delivery seems much, much tighter. That's what I was saying what? about that Adam show. Your, your delivery was fucking on point. You know, they didn't laugh, but, you know, it was there. <laughs> <laughs> They jumped on board about my abortion solution. And, and what's really, it's really, really funny. And I've seen that happen. I and think I'm not going to lie. The funny thing is I went into my abortion solution because they weren't with any of the other shit. So I said, fine, you don't want to be with that. You're going to hate this. That was my thought. My thought was, if you thought that was bad, you're really going to hate this one. But they were with it. Everyone's with that joke, bro, because it's so ridiculous. And it shows how ridiculous it is, Look you know? Look at my baby right now. Look I know. at my baby right now. Yeah, it's our co-host. Our co-host. Mama, how... <laughs> you're on. You're my guest today. You're the guest today, Mama. It's my baby. 
Oh, so cute. So cute. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Like, like, uh, they fucking hated me. I've been eating a lot of dicks, man. That's all right. You got to. That means happens, there's right? a change. You know, there's a, there's a change going on in me right now, man. There's a change. Right. right. New, and new materials coming, right? New material, better material. Well, that's what it is. Yeah. Is that I feel like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm bored. Yeah. It's, um, man, it's been so much fun for me to, you know, one, you know, do this podcast with you, but be involved in, in stand-up comedy in the, in the, in the way that I am. It's such a cool art form or whatever you want to call it. It's just, uh, it's, 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 it's awesome. It's an art form. Yeah. It's an art form. Yeah. It's, it's, that's it's what it is. Not whatever you want to call it, man. Not only is comedy an art form, but it's one of the most difficult forms of art a hundred percent i think it's it's the most well you know, you know I, one of, I, see i can't say that yeah because writing music i mean i did music writing music is hard man yeah. and uh creating shit is it's still creating something out of nothing which right. is which is difficult but mm -hmm. it's more of both do that you know what i'm saying both do that but only the comedian gets up there with nothing solo bro Solo by himself with nothing. Because you got some solo artists, they'll come up there with a guitar or something. And, you know, that's still, you know, you're not going to see too many blown up uh, singers that all they do is show up for the show and sing acapella every song they sing. Yeah. You're not I mean, gonna there's, probably, there's, there's probably, what, 10 acapella artists, like, ever? Really? You know, you're going to buy a whole <laughs> album with no music? Just the person singing? No. Nah. No, but you'll buy an album of, you know, Eddie Murphy talking. Right, 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 right. That's true. You understand what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's like you're up there completely alone. <laughs> alone. Just you, your thoughts. Your thoughts is what's going to, is your art. So it's, it, it is, to me, the most difficult because when it comes to performing, all you got is you. And the interesting thing is, too, to me, is that all you're doing is picking words, Right, where music, there's the 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 sound component, the instrumentals, the cadence. But this stand up, it's just words, and then on top of that, animations, facial expressions. You yeah, know, because getting... with music, you could have shitty lyrics, right, and still have, have a, a great song, right, that everyone listens Perfect to. Perfect example is uh, Santana, Maria, Maria. Mm -hmm. uh, the two dudes could sing. Santana's music is dope. But if you listen to those fucking lyrics, they're the dumbest fucking lyrics in the world. They're just, you know, just throwing anything to the wall. You know what I'm saying? She reminds me of a West Side Story, growing up in Spanish Harlem, living the life just like a movie star. It's just, it's just bullshit words. It means nothing. The song itself means nothing. You know, it's saying nothing. There's nothing of value in the lyrics of those songs, but it's a great song. Mm -hmm. Because there's other components that go into it, you know? And as a comedian, all you got is the jokes. And it either makes you laugh or it don't. Yeah. You know, I guess you could say there's some people that I'll be like, that's not funny, but I do like the way he like thought. You know, you might have that sometimes where a person might go, and eh, it didn't make me laugh, but I do like the way the thought process, the, the thought yeah, process the, of the what he was process. doing. You know, that might happen, but the truth of the matter is, if a comedian doesn't make you laugh, you're not going to go see that comedian. Yeah, I think the most interesting thing to me is is uh, is how the jokes get structured. You know, I think that's the most interesting thing. Like how, how how the words get weaved together. You know, I think that's that's my favorite part. A little mama, mama cat. crazy. Man. <laughs> oh, oh, all right, bro. I gotta I gotta get packing, bro. You I gotta, are getting ready to go where? I'm going back to Atlanta just for just for the week. I'll be back on Saturday. Just gotta, all right. Me and my lady are gonna be packing up. 
Very cool, man. And moving um, out to the West Coast, San Francisco, the epicenter of woke, liberal, transgender, cross-dressing culture, dog. <laughs> the next podcast, the first one that I do out there, you're gonna if, if you see me in a dress on the show, people, it's it's over. It's over. That'll be the last episode. Fucking awesome. Staten Island. Staten Island, where you at, man? December 15th, over at the Whiskey Hideaway, 2645 Forest Avenue in Staten Island. You're going to have me, Ray Vasquez, and Zach Pickett doing a night of comedy fundraiser for Heart Share. Hmm. And uh, it's a fundraiser, people. The money goes to a good cause. And uh, go check us out December 15th. 8 p.m. You can go to my page and you will see uh, it posted. But it's uh, so go check that out. That's coming up. Uh, if you want to follow me, follow me at Gary G Garcia on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, follow us at at uh, Rated G on Instagram. We're now on Rumble, people. Rumble, YouTube, iTunes, wherever the fuck, Spotify, mm-hmm. all that shit. I don't know if we are. Are we on iTunes? Yeah, we're on iTunes. All right, there you yeah. go. Spotify, iTunes, mm-hmm. you know, grab yourself a mug, man. It's the holiday season, man. Get yourself a rated G mug. Give it to someone you love, all right? Give it to somebody woke. Give it to someone you love that's woke and smash them in the head with it. Um, If you want to follow Brian, follow Brian at Brian, Brian T. Licata. No, no, Brian T. Licata. Brian, Brian T. Licata. Yep, Brian, Brian T. Licata. Yep. Brian, what's the T for? Tony? Uh, <laughs> the T is... I don't know, man. I wish I had a good line for that. You don't. What's it the up. T for? What's I was going to say, it's for gangster, bitch. <laughs> yeah, okay. What's the T for? Uh, tomato. The T stands for tomato. No, it don't, man. What's, the t- what's your middle name, dog? <laughs> T- tomato, dude. It's BTL. It's bacon, tomato, and lettuce. It's Thomas. Thomas. It's my father's name. Thomas. Hey, listen. Yeah. Thomas is a great name. Yeah. Although Thomas was also the name of my bully. <laughs> Tommy. It's a noble name. I remember you. Um, Thomas. So Brian T. Licata. Yep. Brian T. Licata on Instagram. Check it out. Uh, If you haven't yet, subscribe, like, all that good shit, man. And once again, man. um, Grab a fucking mug. I mean it when I say it, man, guys. You were the ones I'm depending on. Everyone says I'm stupid. I don't think I'm stupid. Obviously, Brian doesn't think I'm stupid because he's rolling with me as well. Well, it doesn't mean I don't think you're stupid, bro. It just means I like you. (laughs) I stand corrected. But guess what? I I don't think I'm stupid. I think you guys can get me where I want to go, which is just basically to shows that you show up to and get enough money to live. Mm-hmm. That's all. And we're doing that. And we're doing that. Uh, big up to our guest today, Mama Cat. <laughs> came out there. She is. We came out to to show her love and support throughout the show. Um, and once again, thank y'all for listening, man. This is another episode of Rated G. Peace. <laughs>